0: Hey everybody, welcome to another installment of the Uncredible Gamers podcast, the show where three people with varied levels of gaming experience play a game each month and then get together to talk about it so that you can relive and revisit some of your favorite gaming moments. In this episode, we tackle what is surely the most popular and well-loved game that we've played for this show to date, and we try not to make fools of ourselves along the way. So sit back and let us remind you of what it was like to play Super Mario 64. Also, Sean takes us to cooking class. Let's go. All right. One,
1: two, three. That was really slow tempo. Yeah.
0: Sorry, should I, should we do it again?
1: I don't know. I got it, I think. All right. One, two, three, one, two, three.
0: We can waltz. It's just
1: not usually that slow when we do it.
0: I don't know. Sean will regale you with tales of my tempo issues from when yeah. uh, I would play the guitar. Damn straight. And Sean would be singing and I would have to start the song, which means I get to pick how fast the song is going. <laughs> and I could never, ever remember uh, the correct tempo, and so we would start, and Sean would just be like, "No, no, 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 stop, stop, stop!" Because <laughs> I would always be fast, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, more slow. <laughs> Never right on
2: though.
0: <laughs> Never <knows>? right on. <laughs> Who knows? All right, hey everybody, welcome back to the Uncredible Gamers Podcast. I've got the crew here with me, Sean. Hello, Ashley. Hello. And I'm Brandon, and today we're talking about. Nintendo's Super Mario sixty four. Let's a go. Let's a go. Ooh, that's good, John. I like that. Thank you. I
1: see what you did there.
0: (laughs) So, Super Mario sixty four was released in nineteen ninety six for the Nintendo sixty four. And before we get too far into the podcast, I want to go around. The virtual table and Mm -hmm. talk about our sort of past experiences with this game. So, why don't we start with you, Sean?
3: Yeah, boy. I think this game, I have, like, very vivid memories of playing the game. Like, this was one that I think I was pretty young when we played through it, Brandon. And so I don't recall, like, beating the game or or some of, like, the higher levels of the castle, if you will. But I have, like, very vivid memories of, like, those first couple portraits that, yeah, just, like, when I got back into playing it, I was like, boy, nostalgia is
0: hitting me. You know, the three jumps... All the all the sound effects uh, so great. That does tell you how old you were when you played this game. That the things you remember are the jumps and the sound effects. <laughs> yes.
1: yes. <laughs> Story? Nah. <laughs> right.
0: Not that there is a there story, is, really. yeah. We'll get I
1: into that. I have problems with this story.
0: Yeah, no, we were very young children. You were, like, four when this game came out, so I don't think Yeah, that, like, you we really were not, had the... We were not original players of Super Mario 64, I don't think. No. And this is one of those games where we probably rented and or borrowed from friends. I don't think we ever owned it. Right, right. Necessarily. Yeah. But I do... I remember the first time that I saw this game being played was at a neighbor's house who i don't even think that we like hung out with that much but for some reason i was just over there uh-huh. and they had the good snacks like i like i remember the room that this nintendo 64 was in and i don't ever remember being there ever again like it was just like the one time that we were there but it's burned into my into my memory they had the, Turns out know, this person never existed <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. and this turns into a whole different podcast <laughs> cue the serial music <laughs> No, but the level that I remember watching is spoiler alert going to be probably one of on my on my top threes. But it was it's when Maria's swimming mm. in the lake in Jolly Roger Bay.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm
0: because you know before this i think this was maybe very likely the first 3d game i had ever seen
3: yeah i mean it was one of the first right
0: yeah we're we're coming off of the games that were like hot in our household were lion king on the super nintendo you know of, (laughs) of course the mario games or whatever and just platformers we weren't really we didn't have older siblings or older cousins that were really influencing our game playing at this stage in our life right right so yeah it was mainly games that like our parents like thought were appropriate and so Flash forward to me being in this room that I don't remember ever again, but <laughs> and just seeing Mario like swimming first off in this 3D space, it just mm. it blew my freaking six-year-old mind <laughs> yeah. uh, that this is a thing that could be done, and mm-hmm. I had to have this game, you know, on my Nintendo 64. We well, didn't even have a Nintendo 64 at this time, yeah. This probably probably jump-started the desire to have one. Mm-hmm. But, um, no,
1: we never rented games. But what was that process like renting a game? Did you have to start over every time or what
0: right well so this is in the time when the memory was tied to the cartridge and so when like you the rent game it itself right yeah like the game cartridge the actual physical game cartridge yeah so when you would rent a game you would get whoever played before you their last save file was now on your nintendo 64 yeah oh And so
1: So that could help you.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, there
3: really wasn't much concept of like continuity of uh, playing a game from start to finish when when you were like solely renting it.
0: Mm. Yeah, Yeah. I think the Nintendo 64 era is when this kind of started to get sorted out with the rental games, because I think you had memory cards that would get plugged into the controller that would then stick with the game, if I'm not mistaken this was like in that era but mm-hmm. that wouldn't come until later and then by the time like the PlayStation 2 I think the first PlayStation had memory cards but I don't I, we didn't have a original PlayStation so I don't really remember that right um definitely in the PlayStation 2 era we rented a ton of games that didn't have the same issue but yeah you would get as far as you could get and then you would have to relinquish the game and then hope that you got the same cartridge back when you rented it again
1: and no it's not like the library where you can just go in and say hey I'm just re- this, I'm going to keep this.
0: You could. I think
3: you could, like, pay, you know, this is well well before the digital stuff. So you'd have to, like, bring it back to the store, and yeah. they would have to, like, basically recheck you out. I just have the, you know, the memories of the, uh, the overnight drop box where it was, like, Sunday night at 6 or whatever you have to... <laughs> because your rental was only for those like the two weekend days yeah it was like a friday night ritual kind of yeah going nice. to the rental store and spending way too much time trying to decide what we were going to rent uh, both well, movies and we, games
0: and yeah oh for sure we would spend like we probably would spend a good hour at the Hollywood <laughs> video or the blockbuster like just perusing <laughs> yeah. figuring out what we were going to watch that weekend it was you
3: know like, it's not much has changed i still spend uh, almost longer trying to pick what's going to be on netflix than actually uh-huh. watching what, it was what really a behavior.
0: Decided. It was a behavior pattern that was set when we were children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> our, our parents never like pressured us to get out of the store. Too not too often, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, returning. And to... And I'm
1: usually the one that's like, make a decision. Stop <laughs> the scrolling.
0: So Ashley, why don't you tell us about your history with this game?
1: Well, my history is less exciting my cousins had this game so when I would go over to hang out with my cousins I would get to watch them play it I didn't really take the controller very often I wasn't very good so I was mostly just an observer so I got to see quite a bit of the game Mm -hmm. and watch but I didn't really take the reins until we played it for this podcast I was definitely more into the platformers so that kind of 3d movement is still something that I'm kind of struggling with especially Especially the older ones, like Zelda and this game, where it was not the the greatest technology still. Yeah, still 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 room for improvement. (laughs) Yeah, so that was difficult for me, I guess I would say. That was basically my experience. So yeah, I was glad to, to get to play it and not just watch, even though it was a little challenging in some spots for me. But yeah, that's about it. Yeah,
0: yeah, we'll get into this more as well. But I think associated with this being one of the first games that had this 3D movement, right? Yeah, like, yeah,
1: I know it was very well done for the time, right?
0: Yeah, but to that point, they were figuring it out, right? Like the camera right. Ugh, is like notoriously you camera. know, challenging to deal with. That and was
1: the worst sound effect, was the camera.
0: <laughs> when you would get stuck in a corner. When it would get
1: <laughs> stuck in, a, and it would go boom boom. Boing. It's like no turn. I can't see.
3: <laughs> or mmm, when you couldn't. Yeah. It's like oh no, you can't go that far.
1: Ugh. Yeah. That was a bad sound effect. <laughs> it's like an alarm. It's synonymous with my alarm in the morning. Ugh.
0: <laughs> so a, a couple of of interesting facts about uh Super Mario sixty four. Before we jump into the the recap here, okay. First off, I want to give a special shout out to Koji Kondo, who's the composer of the music in this game. Yeah. And I think he did most of the Mario games Hmm. and most of the Legend of Zelda games. And this dude is a genius. Like, as we were going through the levels, I can hum along to the songs in these worlds. Yeah,
1: but you have a crazy memory for that kind of thing
0: well that's yeah that's probably but, true but,
1: but go ahead continue with your. i can't do that tribute. with like
0: everything right and it, this is definitely <laughs> one of those this is definitely one of those times where it was like just the memory of the music flooded yeah. back as i as i was playing the game and it was like one of the most joyful parts of this experience the light it's almost a bouncy kind of music Mm -hmm. but it's not it's not cheesy it's like light and fun and it just fills you with joy and it's just fantastic (laughs) yeah so anyway special shout out to uh mr kondo did he
3: do that very nice at the intro of every level because that yeah that's good that's good
0: yeah right right yeah no i think he's been the composer since like nineteen eighty six or whatever the first uh super mario bros yeah and i
3: just realized by doing it and doing it as poorly as i did i was trying to do the the like when the it's just the voices
1: no it was you nailed it
3: Uh, yeah right at the very beginning when you go into a a level and i just realized that that's like the same melody as the mario
0: theme that's just now clicking to you yeah Wow. So you learn something. The more see, you know. <laughs> and now it's like, it's like in the beautiful mind when you see all the equations <laughs> in your mind and everything just clicking together. Brandon,
1: uh-huh. yeah. did you say this is the first time that Mario speaks?
0: Thank you. That's oh. my next point, actually. Okay, lovely. So this is the first time most people were introduced to Mario's spoken voice by Charles Martinet
1: by most people elaborate
0: this is not the first game where mario was actually voiced he was voiced in a game on the computer Hmm. called mario fundamentals which is like a nintendo branded version of like batgammon and chess and checkers i think yeah and he was actually voiced in that but i don't think that was super popular i've never heard of it before doing a little bit of homework here so Hmm. but this is most people's introduction to the the voice of mario and it was the
1: same between the two games
0: yeah same yep
1: okay yep
3: same actor
1: interesting and we can't
3: forget the 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 1980s film or like 92 or whatever
0: well okay i should maybe clarify this is the first time that the <laughs> character was voiced in a game yeah yeah like you know charles Martinet in a game like yes there were animated shows where he like was like an old italian plumber and like you gotta talk like this i think you gotta
1: <laughs> new york Uh uh-huh. but when okay so when did what are you talking about when did that come out in relation to this game?
0: Way before. I don't know about the movie, but there were the movie with Bob had uh, 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 Bob Hoskins, Bob Hoskins. Hoskins, and uh, Bob John Hoskins. Yeah, yeah, that was. I think that was in the nineties, probably around this time. But the cartoon was in eighties. The, the cart the cartoon was way before this. I think. Okay. Or early nineties, but it was definitely before this this show. So, Miyamoto, Shigeru Miyamoto, he is the father of Mario and Zelda. This is his mm-hmm. brainchild. And he had the idea to make a 3D Mario game while he was working on Star Fox on the Super Nintendo. And Star Fox is like a 3D game using the Super Nintendo hardware. It's an attempt at that. Right. And Miyamoto had the idea to do this game, but he was thinking about doing it on the Super Nintendo. But the thing that constrained him, the reason that he did it on the 64 instead, was not like the, the power of the hardware but it was instead the fact that the 64 had more buttons on the controller mm. that you could control the camera and you can do all these things because that was like one of the big constraints with the super nintendo you only had four buttons and a d-pad right right and so could you imagine controlling like a 3d world with those old controllers you just yeah. not you don't have enough inputs mm-hmm. and i would even mm-hmm. argue that the 64 is almost at its limit here with just having one oh, joystick yeah. and the c buttons to control the camera it's not the most perfect solution as we know now, where we have two joysticks that we can kind of control the camera with one and mm-hmm. yeah, move it yeah. with the other. But um, anyway, I just thought that was an interesting little tidbit. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into the story. The what deep, story? The deep, rich <laughs> <laughs> story with much character progression. And, mm-hmm. No. And so the story is that Peach, the famed Princess Peach, bakes Mario a cake. Yes. Sends him a note. <laughs> says, "Mario, I've baked you a cake." She's just like that. that was spot on. That was great. Did, did you just pull that from the, from the gameplay <laughs> itself? Yeah, I think so. I think so. But in the meantime, Mario, who has maybe come from a far off land, it's unclear, gets to the castle, finds that Peach has been kidnapped by Bowser oh. for the umpteenth time, mm-hmm. and now Mario needs to save her. Yep. Yep. But you would the, think
1: that she would learn some self-defense moves or something.
0: You <laughs> know, in, in Super Mario Brothers 2, she is a playable character. Really? And she can float around, and she's kind of a she's kind of a badass, I think. So, hmm. and she does become playable in uh, like Super Mario 3D World. She's kind of a cool character yeah. to play. Yeah. But the unique thing about this game is that Mario is being filmed. That's like the whole yeah. conceit for the 3D World. Is yeah. that is that this it's like live action? I forgot is. about that. Yeah, this like I think Lakitu is the name of the, of uh-huh. the uh-huh. thing. Yeah, he's he's a he's a reporter or whatever. <laughs> right, he's like live he on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's following Mario's exploits. And that's the conceit that you are actually lagged to while well, the camera is lagged and you right. are controlling Mario with like your other hands. And yep. so. yeah,
1: I forgot that that was a thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The Random,
1: Peach, but it's Peach cool. Peach also it's known right. as
0: Toadstool or for, for
3: some reason in this very beginning. Uh, has time to write a letter. No, Princess Toadstool is
0: Peach. Okay. That's Isn't
1: name. full okay, name I Peach gotcha. Toadstool?
0: I don't know. Hmm. Maybe it's like a British thing. Like you have like Lady Grantham. But <laughs> yeah. she's not Grantham. That's just her title. You know? <laughs> sure. Interesting. Sure, sure, sure. She's Princess Peach of Toadstool. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like right.
0: that. But yeah, it's time to
3: write a letter that she's been <laughs> kidnapped. <once again. laughs>
1: So she gets a piece of paper.
3: Bowser, at least, yeah, at least he's, uh, you know, patient and kind with his kidnapping.
0: Like, sure, sure. Yep, go ahead. Let him know. Unless it's all a trap to get Mario in in the mix.
3: Probably. Yeah. yeah.
0: Because in this world, Mario is really Batman, and Bowser is the Joker. And these two... Sure. beings just will forever battle throughout time because you I know see. it's not about winning or losing it's about the excitement of the mm-hmm. conflict for these two i think wow you're doing your thesis here on the? <laughs> That's right. Right. i'm gonna write my <laughs> phd thesis my master's is engineering but my phd will be in video game analysis there you go <laughs> and i think that that really takes us into the world of mario so w- what we're going to do is jump through kind of world by world and just Talk about it a little bit. We're not going to like go into detail on every star. That would be nuts. But yep. we'll just hit the high points in the worlds to kind of get us a reflection on uh, on our time. And as we go, we'll introduce our top threes. And so maybe we should talk about what we're doing for our top threes. Yeah. So for our top threes, we're doing top three worlds in general. The obvious one. Mm hmm. We're going to do top three stars that we sort of enjoyed getting. Yeah. And then top three enemy types. So keep that in mind as we're as we're going through. The world. So Sean, why don't you kick us off with Bomb Bomb Battlefield? Ba Bomb. Um Bob-omb.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Bob Um. Sorry. Uh no, yeah. So so yeah, so we get inside the castle. We got multiple toads, but, right. but yeah. what is the deal? Is there just more or, than one toad? Or does he maybe he He's just like, appears in different places? I don't know.
0: He's a magic toad. He's just very
3: fast. He's there when you need him. Thesis topic.
0: Okay, I like that. Toad's like really slow when you see him, but when you don't see him, he's extremely fast. Yeah, yeah. You know, he holds his speed close to his chest. There you go. You never know when you're going to need to surprise people.
3: Yeah. So he, Toad's there to help you out, give you some tools and tips, and he's, like, letting you know that Bowser's booby-trapped castle locked it up. You have to get these stars in order to progress into the castle and find Peach, and he's hidden these stars because he's, like tricked out the castle and like used magic to turn the portraits into actual like living worlds that he's hidden these stars throughout and so you get to go into like we said babam battlefield so yes this is the first world that we get to so there's a bit of tutorial you know you get your bearings about like how mario can jump and uh run and running around faster jumping Two or three times to jump higher. You can do backflips. You can ground pound, all that sort of fun stuff. Which? Um, oh, go ahead, Ash.
1: I do appreciate the tutorials because I'm not very good at just figuring it out. They need to tell me several times how to do a move <laughs> yeah. for me to really get it. Yeah. So I, I appreciated the dedicated tutorial.
3: Sure. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of like a choose how much tutorial you want like yeah would they have it set up with like the signs kind of posted throughout the courses and stuff yeah, so that's helpful if you yeah. you don't have to get Did so bogged know. down if you've played before you know um mm-hmm. kind of thing
0: but talking ab- about the movement for a sec before we get too far into it i mean that's what makes this game special to me Mm-hmm. Is just like how fluid his movement is through the world. I pretty much never just ran. I always just like long jumped everywhere I went because it was Ugh, fun
1: and a long jump.
0: Maybe that's <laughs> what led to the Mario Olympics games was how <laughs> good of a long jumper Mario is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> It's just fun to move around in this game still. Yeah. In 2020, it's still fun to move around in this game. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not so much on the fine movements because sometimes... Mario turns like he's a freaking 18 wheeler
1: <laughs> and
0: like he can't you know he's got to do a whole big circle. To he turn needs to room.
1: take some swimming classes.
0: and actually Uh. doesn't love the swimming. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so you're in this world
3: that is like a minefield. There's like things that are kind of being mined or something. You've got this big mountain. They're also like mining cannonballs type things. There's a floating island. And uh, another one of those uh, revelations that I've had recently (laughs) that I never really picked up on when I was playing the game younger, but how like this first world is so similar to maps of like the old Super Mario Bros levels but it is 3d it is right, grassy right. there are mountains in the backgrounds there are floating yeah. platforms but now it's it's in 3d yep uh, so yeah you I know, that
1: is a great point cool. Sean. you're really bringing up <laughs> full circle. I didn't really even think about that but you are right. yeah
3: so the, this is a good one um, and some of the the bad guys we got your classic goombas you got a chain chomp in there um and then there's you know like the cannonballs that can hurt you and um uh, Mr. Big bob bam
1: So one thing I did like about this game is that they basically tell you like how to get the star I mean they'll tell you how to get the star but kind but of sure. yeah which is helpful how you guys played it back in what the 90s without a walkthrough crazy
0: Yeah yeah no I mm-hmm. it, well you um In the 90s, right? This was, like, one of the few games you might have had on the Nintendo 64 at the time. And so, like, you wanted to spend 100 hours.
1: But did you want to spend five hours trying to find that one star?
0: (laughs) As a a six-year-old, sure, (laughs) right? Like, as a, you know, as a 30-year-old playing the game for a podcast right it's a whole different <laughs> mm-hmm. dynamic mm-hmm. i think it's Totally. A, but as a kid you know you want to get lost in the world and and run around and just like take your time at least yeah and again this was in a time when video games weren't coming out like you did not have a new game every week that you wanted to play if you had a 64 this was the game you were playing yeah but thank god for walkthroughs <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, yes, it's kind of like a pretty good intro level. Some of the highlights I wanted to call out. I mean, first of all, I'm not going to beat around the bush here. Mario is a bit of a murderous dude. Like you have to go up and just straight murder big bob He blows up to get the first star. He does blow
0: up. He does blow up. I don't know how to rectify that. So then he disappears and he's gone for the
3: rest of the game. Yeah. Your um metaphor of Batman and Joker here. Batman doesn't kill anybody. <laughs> Mario doesn't seem to have that problem. <laughs>
0: That's true. That's true.
3: Anyway, yeah. So lots of the stars in this first world are kind of groundwork for how a lot of stars go throughout the rest of the game. There's a race in there. Um, mm. There is the first pink cannon sort of stuff. There's a star in there where you have the, the pink bob bombs that are actually... Uh, nice they're they're good guys they assist you <laughs> uh, and then I guess one that I will highlight just because of uh, your talk of walkthroughs and how they assist you I started playing through without trying to say like what's the most efficient gameplay for me and uh, yeah I started playing and I got I was like I'll just knock out all six stars in Bob on Battlefield first so I get to the um, the star that is Mario Wings to the sky and yep. um, really to do this one it's beneficial for you to get your first like secret thing which is the wings cap which is a special part of the castle you have to go do this thing to unlock the the special cap blocks wing cap blocks and then you can go fly around and get these coins that give you the star for this one or if you're me (laughs) you spend 45 minutes shooting up on a cannon to get to the floating island and then shooting from the cannon in the floating island just trying to line up perfectly and you have to get them one
1: at a time that and, sounds uh, like a disaster. That's the one where you had to you had to shoot through.
3: <laughs> yes, it's like the center s- coin in these five rings in the sky. And if you have the right. wings cap
1: that took me a while
3: becomes too. pretty easy because you can just yeah. stay flying in the air <laughs> and, and get those. But a little harder yeah. if you don't have the wings cap
0: yeah even and with I, the wings it's hard like it's, oh, it's sure, like not sure. super easy yeah. actually the wings is probably my least favorite part of this game is like flying because yeah. I, I just never felt like i had control of no, it no
1: i like the flying mechanics in uh super mario 3 much better
0: when you had two planes of like you could go yeah. up or down <laughs> Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 Instead of three directions. Yeah.
1: No, I can't tell you how many times I was playing this game and, you know, tell Brandon which star I'm working on or whatever. And he's like, yeah, you can't get that one yet. Yeah. Oh, what do you mean <laughs> I can't get that one? He's like, yeah, you need the wing cap. It's like, oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There are a few stars that you need. You need to get the caps before you do the stars. Although Sean is proving like maybe not all the time, but yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a few people like, with like the metal, you need the metal yeah. suit in order to get the stars to get to the yeah. bottom of the water fast enough or whatever. Totally. But, but I'm
1: yeah, Sean. I was, I'm like you like, my gameplay was I need to get all six stars in this world before I can move on to the next world. Yeah. I'm, yeah. A, um, I'm a sequential You're a kind check, of person.
0: You're a checklist kind of gamer
1: sometimes. I am a checklist kind of gamer. There are six stars in this world. I will get all six stars and then I will move on. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I will forget what I need to go back to. And there's this castle is much bigger than it appears Yes, with the basement and the upstairs. There are actually a lot of worlds in this castle.
0: Totally. totally. 15. 15 worlds. Cool. So i think i don't have any of my tops in the first world i like the first world either i do not yeah yeah it's an intro world you know what are you gonna do
1: yeah yep all
0: right so moving on to womp's fortress i'll tell you a little bit about womp's fortress this one i like it it's cool, like represents Mario lands of past games. You know, mm-hmm. you kind of get that, you get that feel on this one, but it also has my least favorite star in the entire game, I think. hmm <laughs> so in this one, we're introduced to, we have a castle, essentially. Well, it's a fortress, as the name suggests. Yes. And you start to get introduced to the perilous nature of the edges.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This one is not very right? forgiving.
0: Um, if you're not a fan of heights, this is not a fan. <laughs> this is not a uh, not a good level for you. This is one where Where are I would, you?
3: Well, you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is when I would walk over and watch Ashley moving around, and Mario would be like crawling <laughs> <laughs> across a plank yeah. i don't think i've ever seen him move so slow
1: That's, that was my ml yep I just um, had to be very careful.
0: Yeah. And I do, I, you know, I like beating Big Womp. I love the Womps. What? Because I just, there's something really, they're not on my favorite enemy types.
1: The Womps are my number two least favorite bad guy.
0: The Womps are the ones that you that, that try to flatten you out, yeah. right? They're walking around. They they're like, squish you. They're pieces of concrete with legs. Yeah. I don't know. There's something so satisfying about ground pounding them when they're laying down. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then... You know, they've got like the duct tape on their backs. <laughs> it's yeah, like, a, it makes yeah. you feel bad for these guys.
3: Like, <laughs> I mean, they're barely holding it together. They've got a they're compulsion. That they, that's hurting themselves when they when they womp on people, but they have a compulsion to do so. But it's clearly <laughs> taking a toll on them. Got that's, these that's one way to look at it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true that's true but there is something really satisfying about it. Maybe, maybe this is commentary kind of on me i don't know um, <laughs> and then i do other than the koopa in the first world this is where you're introduced to like you get the first star and then when you come back the world is has changed right, right? and now there's a mm-hmm. tower at the top of the fortress that you've been to and yeah yeah i like that mm-hmm. uh, but my least favorite star <laughs> It has one of my favorite moments, which is when you climb the tree at the very beginning and an owl appears. Sure.
1: Oh yeah, this one has the owl. Right. I forgot about that.
0: And then he takes you up, but controlling this freaking owl mm-hmm. to drop onto the caged island—that the only way you get there is by by using the owl. Mm-hmm. I don't. Maybe you can like shoot the cannon and, and land if you're lucky. I don't know. I haven't tried that. But, I
1: don't know. I think it, this was another one of those where Brandon's like. Uh, you need to go to that tree and get the owl. <laughs> like <laughs> what I have known that I was supposed to get the owl.
0: <laughs> this is one that was like deep seated in my memory. Like I didn't remember about the owl, but I remember climbing like I climbed the tree. Like and there's something, like, something in that something tree. Happens with this tree. <laughs> yeah. That was a nice surprise. But yeah, no, it took I don't know, it took me like twenty minutes to try to like get the owl just positioned just right. And then this mm-hmm. has got all the problems with the game, which is like the camera, like mm-hmm. getting everything to line up perfectly. And then time it, and you don't really know how high up you are, and so yep, it was, it was a struggle for me. <laughs> one, one false move, and you fall to the abyss. Yeah. Fall into yeah. the abyss, for sure. It was a struggle getting that star, but I did it. Now, I should say, I ended the game with like 80 stars, so I didn't get every star in the game. Yeah. And I think each of us beat the game, mm-hmm. yeah. for sure. We beat the final Bowser battle, but we didn't kill ourselves to try to get the 120 stars.
3: We were not a completionist uh,
0: run through
1: of this. But Brandon, you were trying to get all of them, right?
0: I gave up. I gave up. I thought that there were 100 stars, and I'm like, I can do that. And then I saw there were 120 stars, and I'm like, I'm not. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And it's when you have to get all the coins in a level, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, so. Because
1: those give you a star.
0: Yes, correct. That, I think I only that would got be hard. I think I only got 100 coins in one of the levels, as, just sort of organically as I was yeah. going. So moving on to Jolly Roger Bay. Yeah. We've got, Ashley's going to tell us about this.
1: Right. So this one is a really cool portrait room. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. were as um, excited about this as i was so like there's reflections of the water all over well uh, there's an
0: aquarium right like mm-hmm. in the on the sides
1: i thought those were portraits
0: that was a they're glass and there's it's, you're like looking at an aquarium and then there's a painting
1: yeah. okay fair oh, enough so there's, yeah, there's cool.
0: actually a secret star where you can go into the there aquarium. is i did get
1: th- oh yes yeah. and then you do yes yes you're right i did find that secret star <laughs> oh, nice. i found the secret star <laughs> nice yeah so i thought this one was a really pretty portrait room at least and then you jump into this portrait and then of course it's a water one blah <laughs> um water ones i think are my least favorite i don't do well with the 3d swimming mechanics or the hmm. flying mechanics I was on the struggle bus quite a bit anytime I had to swim. But you kind of start off on a small patch of land and then directly in front of you is all this water from the bay. Um, So there are a few stars in this one. This one has the big eel Mm -hmm. in it, like the reddish pinkish eel and he's kind of hiding a couple stars one is attached to his tail and there are a couple others that you have to dive into that sunken ship Brandon. sunken ship you like things have sunk um
0: this is full sunk then. well it's full sunk <laughs> but then it floats sunk.
1: up it floats up at some point
0: then it's unsunk yeah well, it doesn't right. check the box
1: <laughs> all right man tough crowd um so the first star that you have to get this is a, kind of what you're saying brandon how you have to do kind of in a certain order to make things happen on the in the level to you know whatever so i think this is the first time we get introduced to that mechanic where you have to open chests in a certain order sequence
0: yep Yes, and you get penalized if you don't. (laughs) You
1: do. You get like buzzed or something. Electrocuted underwater. That's high stakes penalty. (laughs) So yeah, the the very first one you have to get is you have to lure that eel out, which is not too bad once you figure out that's what you're supposed to freaking do. Anyways, and then you have to swim in and open some chests um, in the right order to get your first star, and then the ship rises eventually. Rise.
0: This is one where, um, sorry, this is, was that a Star Wars thing? Rise, uh-huh. Lord, I don't know. Lord Vader, rise. <laughs> um, so to interrupt you a bit, go for it. So your description of Jolly Roger Bay was great. Thank you. Even though that the ship is not half sunk, it's full, <laughs> it's full
1: sunk. <laughs> uh,
0: this is, I think, this is my number one favorite world. Just oh because yeah. Of it. Yeah, just because of it. well, two things: the atmosphere of the world is kind of like the
1: world is kind of small. It's condensed. Which I did appreciate. Yeah, yeah. It,
0: it, it's a little tight for sure. But I can't decouple it from my nostalgia mm-hmm. of the first time ever seeing this game being played was this world. Right. And like I do. I love the eel, you know, again, going back in time to see this gigantic eel and then in 3D that's swimming around you and it's doing its own thing while you're kind of doing your own thing. It's just it was just so cool at the time. Yeah, yeah I just sure. I can't uncouple that
3: i feel like it's a very stark difference too between the first two courses first two worlds or whatever you know like um, yeah yeah the first two are like open air kind of like what you're used to touches to to mario and then this one's like oh we're underground we're in a cavern
0: Very cool. Yeah, yeah. That leads me to my second favorite star. Go for it. Is also can the eel come out to play? just for that that reason? Just because it's the one that's it's attached to its tail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just love messing with the eel.
1: Fair enough. (laughs) I struggled. I'm down. I struggled with that one because again, I cannot steer in the water before the eel got too far away, and then I ran out of air and had to go back up and start over. Right.
0: I think I was just lucky. Like I was hanging out right by his uh, (laughs) his cave. That is not the ship. And then right when he comes out, I just kind of got lucky and got him. the star. First try. No big deal. Nice. Yeah. Pro gamer. Yeah. I'll add
3: to the fact that, yeah, Jolly Roger Bay was my number three in terms of tap worlds.
1: Whoa. <laughs>
0: yeah. For, the, for reasons listed. Reasons previously
3: listed. Yeah. Reasons previously listed. Um, yeah. I think the, the aesthetic is, is just cool. And yeah, probably there's maybe a bit of nostalgia uh, mixed up in that as well. I think that's, that's why it's my number three. Nice.
1: This is one of the first ones, I think, that has the metal cap in it. Yeah. This was one of those where I was trying to get, it was the Through the Jet Stream star. Mm. Oh, right, um, right. And I'm huffing and, you know, complaining to myself that I can't get this star. Yeah. So Brandon (laughs) sees me huffing and says, you can't get that one yet. You need the metal cap. (laughs) Uh, So, Yeah, this was very hard for me again because I need to go through my list and get all six before I move on, but I couldn't. (laughs) (sighs) So that was hard. Uh, But eventually you get the metal cap with this one, and then you have to work really fast to dive down to get the star that's in the middle of this jet stream. But isn't this one where um, once you bring the ship up, you get that first star that raises the ship, and then the ship shows up in a different world?
0: No, I think the ship only shows up here. You're thinking of Bowser's sub.
1: Oh yeah, yep, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Hey, what's but the, the deal?
0: Ship- is, is Bowser a pirate
1: these days? Right?
0: Got lots Bowser's of whatever he wants. To sunken be man. ships and submarines. You saw. And- you saw Batman, um, the Dark Knight. The Joker dresses up as a nurse. <laughs> Bowser's a pirate. Same thing. <laughs> all right
1: fair enough fair enough
0: same exact thing
1: (laughs) (laughs) but anyways so that's a jolly roger bay nice thank you cool uh and then after that is cool cool mountain uh this was another one that's on the ground floor this is a snow world so we have our lovely snowman portrait those
3: snow worlds
1: yeah so in Nintendo's Super Mario 3 World 6, I believe, is the Ice World, which is super slippery. So I had this preconceived notion going into this one that I would get frustrated with sliding. <laughs> um, but it yeah. actually wasn't that bad. So this one opens in this pretty snowy world. And there's like this little cabin. And you get a couple stars in the cabin by racing I think there's one where you have to race uh, a penguin, and then another one where you just have to stay alive and finish the slide, and you mm-hmm. get some stars there. And then we get this little penguin. Little Penguin Lost is another star in this one. So there's this cute little penguin that you have to reunite with the mom. I thought this was a fine world. You Again, you could fall off, and then that was troublesome.
3: Again, another platform floating somewhere in the sky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly.
3: I think this world has some of my most vivid memories for some reason.
1: Yeah? Well, there's a snowman that lost his head. That's kind of terrifying.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I got to admit that this world has my third favorite enemy, and I'm, I'm going to talk about it here. It's edges <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh oh that's it's not, a it's take
0: an, it's an unconventional enemy but uh-huh. and i don't know that i love it as much as i hate it but like I, it's, it's a part of the game for sure yeah. but like there was one time in this world i got the i got the most frustrated playing the entire game oh yeah Because really? where the eight red coins are located they don't make much sense to me yeah this I one mean, had quite a few where they the were edges. just
1: yeah, around some ledges that you wouldn't otherwise see if you didn't have a walkthrough like me.
0: And I had seven of the eight coins. At one point, I had to get to the eighth coin, and I had to cross that freaking bridge with the snowmen, in which I think I just don't have the patience. I to think wait that for was him to was.
1: hop and run under him? Yeah,
0: I don't know. So I was like, well, if I long jump, maybe Across I Across this just... tiny,
1: narrow bridge? Well,
0: yeah, that was my mistake, and I <laughs> fell off the edge, and then... Had to get all the eight red coins again. And I was, I had to put it down and come back the next day. Well, and this one,
1: I think, is because you start up and you have to go down. So if you miss one at the top, it's really hard to get back up. So there's a couple that are, couple worlds that are kind of like that. And I think you had
0: to, though, you had to go up and down multiple times because of where the coins Mm -hmm. were, there was Mm -hmm. one like on the side that you could only get to from the top. But then like that put you too low to get some of the other, I don't know. And
1: then there's the teleporting in this one.
0: That was a nice little surprise. So there's some
1: secret teleporting, which I did not know about that. And Brandon kind of directed me like, hey, go stand over there. (laughs) And then it kind of moved me. So I think that could, that helped sometimes um, Mm -hmm. to get you Mm -hmm. where you needed to be. There's two stars in this one that were not very fun for me. The snowman who lost his head was one. that's the one where you have to race the body of the snowman down the hill, and he follows you to an extent, and you basically have to lead him to his head so that he rolls into his head, but he'll get ahead of you, and then you're screwed because you can no longer lead him to the snowman head anymore. Yeah. then you just have to start the level over. So this one took a while because I had a hard time ending near the head of the snowman and the body would just roll right on by like Mm -hmm. inches. Um, So I think (laughs) I think I just got lucky and it actually rolled into (laughs) into it eventually. Yeah. Um, So that was a different mechanic that I don't think we really see again. So I do like that everything's kind of different. You don't do the same thing repeatedly in this game, which is fun. And then I think wall kicks will work is another star that was very tedious (laughs) for me.
0: It's because we were doing it wrong. (laughs) Well, once we figured out how to actually do the wall kick,
1: we had to watch several videos, I think. uh, This is one. And then you practiced, you took over the controller for me to see if you could figure out how to do it so that you could coach me. Well, this is one where I
0: got it right away in my world. Like in my playthrough, I got it it like first try. And then I'm like, this isn't that hard. And then I go. (laughs) And then I see you kind of beating your head against the wall on that star. And I'm like, well, here, let me try. And then I can't get it. And, Sean, are you familiar with wall kicks? Did you wall kick much in this game? What do you mean by wall kick, I guess? Exactly. So <laughs> the name wall kick is deceiving because you don't kick. You jump.
3: jump, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You jump. You jump after you land on the wall, and then he does kind of kick off the wall and jumps higher. Yeah, yeah. But the name makes it, it seem like you need to kick while you're in the right. air, and that's what we just kept doing. Like I just kept. It did not go well. Yeah, I would, I would kick. I would dive into the wall, and just <laughs> it was not working. And I, this is you know the incredible gamers, and now we're idiots sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, that was that was a. Uh, that was a fun one. But when we got it, it was like, oh, okay, now the world is right again and everything makes sense. Yeah. No. So, <laughs> I would like to also add, I don't know if I mentioned that the edges were my, they were my second. Mm. I'm amending whatever I said in the Go past. I'm rewriting my list. The edges are my second favorite bad guy.
1: Wow. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. So anyway, so that's wall kicks. And again, I have to say how anybody figured out that this is where the star was without a walkthrough. I applaud you because I would have never known where you needed to go. I mean, come on, without those walkthroughs, how did anybody know that this is where you needed to go? I don't have fancy footwork either. So this is my first time that I had to do those wall kicks. And let me tell you, that took a while. Um, But finally got there and then there's that tiny, skinny little walkway and you have to walk to get to the star. By the time I finally got up there, it took me an hour to get up here i'm not gonna screw this up now so i had to do tiny tiny inch <laughs> my See? way but across
0: here's the, here's the thing Ash. you know where all the secrets from super mario brother the original super mario brothers is. i mean
1: i think i do and you
0: know where the whistles are in super mario 3 and you know you know
1: yeah. how did you know that i saw someone else do it no. i saw my cousins get it <laughs> <laughs>
0: gotcha i think that you know eight-year-old brandon with nothing better to do just knew every inch of this island but like these ones
1: that you have to like jump up above like the camera view
0: right there are some secret ones that are like how do you ever get there but yeah like how
1: did i know that you needed to jump up above this spot that you can't see yeah,
3: I you got frustrated enough as a kid and you convinced your parents to like buy the actual the physical walkthrough like the walk walkthrough
0: yeah and that's something we haven't <laughs> talked about is yes there was a well there was a market for a the magazine walkthroughs which ah, i used magazines. extensively i remember on majora's mask i had i think that was my first walkthrough i ever had was legend of zelda majora's mask uh-huh. but the other like the other way to find secrets was to call the nintendo hotline yeah or hotline yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cute. They, you had to be like an expert in all these games to work there. and Nice. Yeah, yeah. And you would call and be like, I'm stuck. I don't know how to do this. And they would tell you how to do it for like a cost, I think. You'd like call them collect or something. I don't know. Wow,
1: mm-hmm. that's fun.
0: So yes, your point is well taken.
1: Thank you. So anyways, that is Cool Cool Mountain.
0: Okay, so I think... After Kukul Mountain, that kind of concludes the worlds that are accessible without beating Bowser the first time. Right, right. Yep. At some point, you'll have had 10 stars, and then you go unlock the big door with the big star, and then you go fight Bowser the first time. Yeah. One Mm. little interesting tidbit on the worlds that get you to fight Bowser, the worlds where the camera is fixed, where you, you don't have control over the camera anymore, in the worlds where you're going to fight Bowser, right? Really? You do. You do?
1: Yep. You do, but you start off at a different angle, mm-hmm. I think.
3: It, it sets you up oh, like yeah, you do. You do. You're right. You're 2D. Right. It's, it's almost like, hey, yeah. it's like the old platform because it sets you up looking at the side angle. So you can play the level that way, but you can also move the camera around.
0: You're right. You're right. I read somewhere that Miyamoto and the team, that was kind of their initial design for all the other worlds, is that they wanted it to be kind of more of a isometric view where you had less control over the camera. Okay. Where it was more fixed and you were kind of going through these 3D worlds in that way before they settled on a free roaming camera. But they kept that kind of design scheme for the little interstitial levels where you're fighting to go to Bowser down the toilets that you flush down or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And um, the reason is that they wanted to like make it feel like, you know, you're not exploring anymore. You're on a mission to go to Bowser. They wanted to Mm -hmm. force you to the boss battle rather than make it feel like there's this world that you're trying to explore. Sure. sure. Along the way. And Mm so, I don't think there's much to talk about in those other than like Sean has I, his I, finger
3: up. My number two villain bad guy type is the little fireball things that I feel like mm. maybe are like the first. Which uh,
1: ones?
0: The
3: ones that shoot at you? The me, yeah, The metal balls that just spit the fire oh. at you that the, and the fire, you know, is Explain. like. Well, they,
1: they kind of follow you too, don't they?
3: Well, it, it kind of maybe goes in tandem, Brandon, with your your edges ledges uh enemy in that <laughs> the edges ledges yeah <laughs> in that if you so happen to get hit with the fire anytime mario reacts to the fire he gets very hot and runs very fast oh at like that. you like that no 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 i i'm using my enemies as like what gave me the most trouble oh, okay good yeah. um yeah you know, like, what were the best bad guys, kind of, a.k.a. I struggled. Right. Yeah, right. What was I most annoyed with? That's why I I'm my bad guys, too. Viewing that. So, yeah. So, it's not that they were me- necessarily difficult to uh, get around, but, like, I don't know, there are certain levels where they're just, like... Oh, they're there off camera, like they're they're yeah. off. You couldn't see him on camera and there's like a fireball as soon as you get up onto this next platform or whatever and you're on a small platform and Mario's <laughs> going
0: crazy because no. he just got hit with fire. I agree completely that I, like whenever mm-hmm. Mario's burned is one of the most frustrating moments. I would, <laughs>
1: like to, yeah. I would like to revise my top three and my new number one now that we can talk about more uh, abstract bad guys uh lava
0: lava lava just gotcha. in general gotcha.
1: is my number one you
0: want to you want to you want to save that for when we get to the lava world
1: nope
0: just right now right know, now like,
1: dropping it uh, screw it
0: <laughs> while we're on the fire topic yeah, no, I it. agree. Yep. I, yes it's
1: like sean said you he, he gets hit and then he freaks out yeah
0: yeah just a
1: little mario it's just a little burn settle down <laughs>
0: You know, I completely agree. Although it is one of my favorite Mario voices, like sound effects, when he's like, it's
1: true, it's kind of cute.
0: But it's 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 annoying. He gets some air too when he, does. he gets burned in the and lava. Then,
1: well, and you you pair it with the 3D, and I don't know where he's gonna land again. So I can't <laughs> even like direct him to like a platform area because no. I can't visually do the geometry to determine where he's gonna land. I don't know,
0: and you don't have that much control, right? And so that makes me feel better. There were multiple times where you just hit lava three times in a row, and it's that—that's it. You're done. You're done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you, Sean, for that. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) And then you get past the uh, all the fire spitting orbs and the goombas. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And you get to the funnel that takes you to Bowser's platform. Mm-hmm. And wh- how did you guys feel about the Bowser boss battles in general? Because they're all very similar in terms yep. of the mechanics. Um, mm-hmm, so let's mm-hmm. just talk about it here. What did you think about the method in which you had to take down the big bad dinosaur?
3: Uh, um, n- not my favorite part of the game, I'll say. It's not so hard to beat Bowser, or at least to grab him, um, as like that's the first part of knocking him, you know, as... His- Getting, yeah. getting around him, getting behind him, grabbing him, and then swinging him that he hopefully hits a, uh, a bomb um, that right. are like in the corners of the platform i always struggle with you know like you have to use your joystick to keep your speed and your momentum of the swing up and then hit the button to let go at the right time i always struggle with that sort of stuff so it took me you know more times than i would have liked it to have taken
0: to actually like actually get bowser to hit (laughs) one of those bombs i never figured out like a good method like i think it was easier if you actually didn't spin him so fast
1: that's what you say but then if you then if you don't spin him fast then he just bounces on his belly a couple times
0: yeah right it's Mm. like you have to like get him to a corner and then yeah yeah. yes exactly get him to a corner that's close to a bomb and then let him go kind of where it's not that fast but yeah no yeah it's i should
1: have taken notes like okay this time i released him (laughs) at nine o'clock this time i released him at eight o'clock and which one worked
0: <laughs> data driven i should have
1: taken data driven boss fights <laughs> always rely on the data
0: yeah but you only have to hit him once in this first one before he's he's done and he gives you the key yeah to get into the basement right and that leads us to a level that you could find if you found it which maybe sean will talk about in big <laughs> Blue's <laughs> haunt
3: yeah yeah once you go down in the basement, you can go down farther into the basement or there's like this little corridor that Boo is just like, hey, Boo, I feel like he has that weird sentiment of he's inviting, but you know, I guess that's the whole thing of like, he wants you to follow him so that he can then trap you. Oh, whatever.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Essentially, yeah. So, so you go out through this corridor and you're in like the back courtyard of the castle and a oh, ton of, okay. ton of boos that are just hanging out in the castle they tempt yeah. you with like they got coins
1: uh oh yeah they're sneaky
3: yeah and uh and then there's like one somewhat I, th- I i think he might be a little bit bigger than every other boo but like aside from that again one of those yeah. how do you find this uh, if you don't know right. what you're looking for luck and exploration guys you're missing the point yeah. <laughs> <of this game. laughs> which is exploration yes <laughs> i don't know is that a secret a secret star. If you like ground pound all of the boos in the courtyard, maybe I don't know. I have not tried. I don't, I don't think know.
1: so. I don't think um, that was on the
3: list. Yeah. So maybe that's just how you do it. You have to ground pound Should all have the been. boos, and then you. Oh, here's the one. But anyway, yeah, you ground pound the right boo that's in like the back corner, which then there's like a, a little like bird cage sort of thing that's left behind. That then, if you jump near it, Mario will
0: dive into it. What's and, the uh, symbolism of the bird cage? Is there any, or was it just a, a clever thing to? I don't know transport you into the world like I, I don't know if mm-hmm. I was ever, ever able to piece together the uh, metaphor you know you, oh you, you've got awesome. you
3: got all the other ones uh what what Batman related thing is this oh this is right. the
0: Riddler <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> yes no it is uh oh it's definitely Catwoman <laughs> Ah, there you um, go, and it's a bird cause, and she doesn't like birds. Isn't that a cat woman thing? I don't know.
3: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's birds a cat and cats, thing, right? That's totally a cat thing. So I mean, yeah, you you got something. Supposedly, there. add it to your thesis. <laughs> okay, um, good. Chapter four. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, I. I didn't spend a whole bunch of time in Big Boo's Haunt because uh, I was genuinely creeped out by it because it's a pretty scary world. <laughs> you didn't like <laughs> it? You didn't like it? I don't know. I mean, I think it's it's pretty accurate. The world, like kind of like Jolly Roger Bay, how starkly different it is it's like this this is pretty creepy like it's very dark and there's this creepy ass house you know it's very horror setting-esque horror film setting-esque
0: yeah. with like the overcast night with the moon T- totally shining over and your cage. there's like a big fence cage sort of thing
3: yeah, surrounding it, you yeah
0: i think it's fun that we're talking about a game that came out in 1996 and like it speaks to the art direction of the game that we're talking Yeah, you're talking about how spooked you yeah. are um, oh, totally in a, a Nintendo 64 game. Like, it's just really strong art mm-hmm. direction coming mm-hmm. from 2020 or whatever. When yeah. 2021, where there's like, you know, the graphics, <laughs> you can show you everything you want in sort of photorealistic uh, approaches that a game that looks like Super Mario can give you some sort of emotional responses. Is, uh, is right? cool.
1: Mm-hmm. This was actually my number three favorite world. Was it? It Whoa. was. Now, oh, here's the thing.
0: Here's the thing, audience. Ashley hates spooky things.
1: Sure. Yeah. So absolutely. this is a
0: genuine surprise to me, her husband. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I know. I don't know why I liked it. I think I liked that it was kind of like a puzzle. Yeah. And I like puzzles. Mm-hmm. I'm a puzzler. Mm-hmm. Give me all the jigsaw puzzles. Right. But like the different stars, you, it was kind of like piecing a puzzle together or a, like a sequence. Like I don't know. I liked it. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yeah, the world's definitely fun in that. There's lots of cool rooms in the house and and all that sort of stuff. And uh, and then they got like a basement that's filled with water and a creepy um carousel, carousel sort of thing. <laughs> that you have to. I, I've chosen the word exercise because they're ghosts. So Mario the priest, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I uh I don't have too much else to add. Maybe Ashley, if, did you have like a favorite in here? Um, um, I you think the world so much?
1: I liked the haunted books one. Yeah. Like the books would I don't know. remember exactly what they did, but the books would kind of shoot out, at you out and then. And yeah. And
3: then there was like a, another one of those like correct sequence. You had yeah, to like punch.
1: Pull out or something. Yeah. Or something. It was just simple. And it was cute. But mm-hmm. there was one that I did not like one of the stars. I think it was the last one.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, no, second to last one. Oh, maybe the last one. With Which the one eye. are you talking about? You didn't like well, two of them. You
1: had to. <laughs> it's funny. It's my favorite role, but there are two stars I really did not like. There was one where you had to, to, again, jump up to this ledge that you didn't otherwise see.
0: You had to wall jump.
1: You had to. Well, first wall you had to. Wall wall jump? First you had to get the. What was it? It wasn't the invisibility cloak. What was it?
0: The vanishing cap. The yeah.
1: vanishing cap. <laughs> you had to get the
0: the, the invincibility cap
1: (laughs) first you had to get the vanishing cap then you had to run and you had to perfectly time your wall jump to get up onto this ledge and then you had to go through the door down the hallway and then get into this portrait so it was a very time-sensitive mission that was a bit difficult again i I did have one. There was one time where I did one perfect wall jump on my first try, but of course it wasn't during this. Um, <laughs> so I had to, I think I sat there and practiced my wall jumps for probably about 15 minutes and then tried again to get this one.
0: Yeah. So, Cause you had to like double, you had to like time your double jump to get on the platform to kick the wall, to get up to the top. It was platform. really it, yeah, tying it,
1: was, it all together yeah, for sure. Tricky.
0: But then the other one that I remember you not loving.
1: You had to get up on the roof.
0: Yeah. So there's one where you have to fight boo on the balcony, like big boo on the mm-hmm. balcony or whatever. Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. was
1: that part was easy.
0: And for me, it wasn't easy because I didn't realize you could ground pound booze. Like I thought I, think I just get... punched his butt. No, you ground pounded him. Did I? Yeah. Because oh. you told me that's so what you did. And I was like, you could do that. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I I like ran behind him, but it's uh, on a balcony and there's not a whole lot of room sure. to get yeah. around the guy, especially when Mario turns like a like a tanker truck. Mm-hmm. True. And so, yeah. So I died like five times. Or well, I didn't die. I went to the ground floor and then had to
1: right, climb right.
0: my way back up. Anyway, but then the star appears on the roof, like behind you. And you have to like long yeah. jump to a wing of the mansion.
1: I think I had you do this for me. Yeah.
0: And then, like, walk up <laughs> to a flat place and then walk around. And it's cool. It's like a really cool setting that you see the moon and the background of sure. the clouds and, like, to get to the thing. But
1: I just couldn't, I could not risk falling off of the roof because then I would have to go all the way back in and do that really tricky part again. And I just couldn't risk it. I couldn't risk falling <laughs> well, off of the roof. So I had Brandon do it for me. Yeah. Well, I think I risked it like twice. And then I was like, nope, I can't risk it anymore. Brandon, yeah. you get on the roof for me and then I'll just get the start. Tech team. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, make, we make it happen. All right. That's, I think that's all I got for Boo's, Boo's mansion. Yeah. Yep. Same here. Okay. All right. Hey, everybody. This is Brandon cutting in to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by well, us, the Uncredible Gamers. At the moment, the Uncredible Gamers is something the three of us are just doing for a bit of fun, but we hope to grow that into something a bit, well, bigger. And right now, the best way for you to help us do that is by clicking subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and by following us on Twitter at Uncredible Gamer, no less. Thanks again for listening, and now, back to the show
1: into the hazy maze cave
0: yes so ashley
1: yeah so this one is in the basement i probably liked this world the least because i needed to long jump so much and i wasn't very good at long jumping Mm -hmm. and it's in a dark cave that isn't super aesthetically pleasing but yeah this was the one that has the toxic maze in it it's got you know that gas, I don't know, whatever that area is. Mm-hmm. But it does have, I think, one of my favorite stars. Let me see which one I name this. Yes, it actually does have my number one this is star, my, though.
0: I, th- I think this might be no- my number one, too. Mm. You, what are you going to say?
1: Writing uh, on Dory to get the star. Swimming beast in the cavern. Yeah, that's your, is that your that number one? My, that's my number one Oh, star. my gosh. Guys, we did not talk at all about that's our stars. That's my number
0: stars. two. What? Whoa.
1: Look at us. <laughs> lovely. <laughs>
3: if only because of the cute Dory right. dinosaur beast thing.
1: Yeah, they call it a it, uh, beast, but it's a cute little swimming dinosaur called Dory who is just lovely. little
0: benevolent uh, creature. I
1: yeah. don't know what would happen if you would have gotten like in front of Dory. Would she Maybe have attacked you?
0: No, nah, she just pushes you out of the way, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't think she knows you that you exist.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> But you can, you can steer Dory, which is what you have to do to get that star. You, you steer her towards the platform well, to get a star. I think
0: that you just ride her. Hmm. I don't think you do any steering. I think you kind of just got I think you, gotta can, wait.
1: you do steer her. Yeah. You can you, turn her.
3: It's like how you are positioned.
1: Which way you're facing, yeah, she'll she, go.
3: She goes the way that, like, where Mario is standing. So.
1: What?
0: Really? For sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. No way. <laughs> For real. You guys are lying. No. Cool. I didn't know that.
1: Yep.
0: Okay. So you better believe that uh, when we got done recording this episode, I booted up uh hazy maze cave and jumped on that damn dinosaur. And, and wouldn't you know that these guys are telling the truth and you can certainly steer Dory. So uh, tip of the cap to Sean and Ashley for putting me in my place on this one.
1: one of the stars so that one was a good one and then there's some elevators in this one too um which was kind of a there's a level in super mario 3 that is very similar right where you have to jump on the floating platforms so unless i'm confusing this with donkey kong maybe we'll just cut all this out
0: oh in donkey kong (laughs) there's definitely like an elevator-based level in one of the, like the industrial, yes, industrial. That's worlds. what I'm thinking of. Is that what you're thinking of?
1: And <clears throat> you have to jump, and it changes the direction. No, um,
0: okay. maybe
1: there is a game somewhere where you're on these floating platforms, and you jump, and they change direction. I this, don't remember this where it. One. Is. <laughs> This one. Yeah, so this one has one. Uh, and that's how you get eight coins. And then you, there's one where you have to get the uh, that metal cap and then run into the water really, really fast. Press on the purple button and it opens up this door.
0: And this is where you get the metal cap in the Hazy Maze cave. Mm-hmm. You have to ride Dory. Also helps mm-hmm. you get to that other door. Mm-hmm. There's like, you can get the star in the center platform or... There's like a door on the edge of the of the lake on a kind of a ledge. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And yeah, you go through it and then you jump into that like metal looking water. And that's where the metal cap is attained. Yep.
1: So you've got that going on. And then there's that silly toxic maze. I think this one was probably my least favorite stars because you had to navigate through that toxic gas and you had to keep getting another cap, which I think it was a metal cap. Yeah you had to keep getting a new metal cap so that you could walk through the poison the poisonous gas until you found this area that had this secret ledge again that you had to you couldn't really see but you had to backflip onto it everything looks the same in this toxic maze
0: yeah, I <laughs> yeah. Agree. this is one of those worlds where like modern graphics might help to differentiate some of the Like areas, because there was supposed to be some like moss on the wall.
1: I didn't see that. And that clued you
0: into how to get up to that section or whatever. Yeah. And this is also one of the times where I got that star, like no problem. I don't know. Somehow I just found it pretty easily. And then I went to help you. And like, it took us 20 minutes to find it. Maybe I just got lucky the first time. It all
1: looked the same. So there's a couple of sneaky stars in this one. There's that other one where I think it's the very last star where it's called Watch for the Rolling Rocks, which doesn't really cue you into what you're supposed to do, but you have to get past the rolling rocks at the very start of the level, and then you have to wall jump up onto this ledge.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not get this star.
1: And It's right before this doorway. So you get past these rolling rocks. Before you go on to the next section, you wall jump up to this ledge and you get the star. But yeah. you don't see, you can't see this ledge from the ground, so.
0: Yeah, this world was, uh, two things about this world I liked. One, I mean, it was very spread out. It made it feel huge. And yeah. it's so big, in fact, that when you, when you first drop in, there's a map on the wall, which I think is kind right. of unique. Which
1: I never really used.
0: Yeah. And, uh, well, you would have probably used it if you weren't, didn't have your walkthrough.
1: <laughs> that's true.
0: That's true. <laughs> but then also, the beast in the cavern, that's supposed to be like the Loch Ness Monster, right? Isn't that kind of like the design? Sure. That's, Did that's you guys fair. get that? Yeah. Or sure. it looked a lot like a Lapras from Pokemon <laughs> for anybody out there who played Pokemon. And maybe, maybe I'm crazy.
1: So yeah, that's that world in a nutshell.
0: Nice. So Ashley, we're going to stick with you here for a few in a row. Yeah. The next one in the basement is Lethal Lava Land.
1: Yes. This is the one that was the scary flamed face portrait in the basement. So this world had lava all over and you had to stay on the walkways to avoid the lava and that stupid lava you could barely step your toe in it and silly Mario would freak out and jump all over. <laughs> making you get more injured. But yeah, this one had some bullies. Big bully and some smaller bullies. Bullies
0: are number two on my Ooh. bad guys. Did I say edges are number two? I yeah,
3: remember. You're throwing you're you're your rating <laughs> systems all over the place.
0: It, the bullies are number three. <laughs> okay, so bullies are my number three uh, favorite slash hated enemy type. Because they Tell are us. relentless. Yeah, mm. I have them as my number one because oh. they're, yeah, they're so fast. And they're, they're so fast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Did you like just belly bump you?
0: So I found, you know, the technique is to jump and hit them at an angle. So that you just kind of drop after hitting them and they go flying. But if you just like, if you kick them, I think, or if you try to run at them, then you'll bounce, you know, Newton's third law here, right? (laughs) Equal opposite reactions. You go flying and they go flying and you get nowhere, especially when you're on a lava based island. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so there's like the perfect angle to jump and knock them off. Then that's, that's kind of like the dominant strategy to take them out. But I I, I like them because they're, you know, they're relentless.
1: Yeah. That was a good tip that you gave me. They are fast. So by the time I would get my bearings, they would already be attacking me, which wasn't fun. And then you gave me the tip about kind of coming at that angle and that that helped. Um, They didn't make my list, but I definitely understand the frustration with these bad boys. There's a couple stars where you had to kind of defeat these big bullies. And then there was an eight coin puzzle with 15 pieces was another one. This was the easiest. I, yeah. I like the star.
0: Eight coins in the game, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. This one had one of those sliding picture puzzles, you know, the ones where you have to slide the pieces in the frame to get them to the right spot, one square at a time. But did you, know? you
0: have to do that? Because I don't think no. I did that. No, right? I didn't do no, that. Okay. Gotcha, no.
1: gotcha. Um, but I think I like this one because we played with those puzzles as kids, so it was kind of like a throwback, and it was an easy start to get, which was nice. Those
0: puzzles were hot in the '90s, let me tell you. Sure were.
1: <laughs> we played them at my grandma's, and we had one that was Daisy from Disney, and I Daisy I remember, from Disney. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Daisy Duck.
0: Daisy Duck. Yeah. I did not get there immediately. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I, yeah.
1: But, and then we've got another star that you have to ride a log on. And then there's a couple that are in the volcano. Yep. That was challenging, I would say. So it was cool to jump into the volcano.
0: It kind of fits that ex- exploration of the world's kind of thing, right? Like, yeah. hey, if I jump on this can- volcano, what happens? And then, oh, here you go. Yeah. Right, right, right.
1: So the first star, you basically have to go up a few levels along the wall and jump on some poles to get to the star. The second one was more difficult to get to. but it was basically like that floating elevator that floated up and around the center of the volcano and hovering above the lava. And the cameras really got me on this one. So the mechanics of this one was a struggle because I couldn't quite get the camera at the right angle to know which way I had to jump. And then I would just miss the platform I was supposed to jump on and fall into the lava.
0: Yeah. The pole jumping was kind of like the thing that got me on this world. Like, You have to align Mario just right to jump off the pole right onto right. another pole and mm-hmm. that one that one got me a few times for sure.
1: So yep. finally you get to the point where you reach the top. You have to jump onto a pole before the elevator falls and then you jump across some platforms to get to the star. So that's this world.
0: The other cool thing about this world is the shell. You can get a Koopa shell
1: where and then
0: uh, there's like an island off to the side that you can Watch. get a Koopa shell and then you can just surf on the lava, oh. which feels cool. I don't really know the utility of it. Like what, you know. <laughs> to explore, Brandon. Maybe you could get the.
2: Uh, <laughs> 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 Ooh,
0: burn. <laughs> Maybe you could get the uh, the log star. I, Maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. But
1: the trouble with the Koopa shell is uh, it's hard to stop. And jump off of it. Then turn and do all the other well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You go pretty fast, which is fun. So that's that one. That's that big scary portrait in the basement. Which I, I didn't mind that world so much, except the, the couple lava ones. Those are frustrating. But, mm-hmm. but I like that when you died, I think you just landed.
0: If you died in the volcano, it put you back in the volcano.
1: Yes. Yeah. I like that because mm. I like that I didn't have to do everything over again. Sean that was said,
0: nice. Sean says, mm, like he never died while he was in the volcano. <laughs> <Never died. laughs> Whoa.
1: Whoa. Nice.
0: Pro gamer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely, I died plenty of times on the outside, but... Uh...
0: Yeah, I guess I made it through in the volcano. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And the next world is a world that I remembered from playing when I was a kid, but realized that I never, never actually did. played it <laughs> in this well, in This replay. I'm like, wait, there's a world that I remember that I never like I beat the game and then started thinking, what what happened to that sand world? And that's because oh. it's a hidden yeah. world yes. that you have to get to be via, via a trick wall, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a
1: camouflaged wall. In the basement, which I'm wondering if, what is that little bunny's name? Was it a bunny? Mip. Or a dog? Nip, I
0: think. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was a bunny. Yeah. yeah, a little bunny. He gave you a star when you caught him. He
1: gave you a star when you caught him, but he always stopped right by this world. So maybe he was trying to help us oh, for sure. and show was, us where this world was. For sure.
0: Mm-hmm. He's the little, little tip. Yes.
1: Yes. So, but he was a cute little guy. Anyways. Um, so yeah, this world is hidden in a camouflaged wall. So you jump into that and I had no idea I was missing this world until Brandon showed me how to scroll through on the switch to see how many stars I had in each world. And we saw that it skipped from like world seven to nine. So mm-hmm. anyways, here we are introduced to i believe my number one okay well now he's not my number two he was my number one but now lava is my (laughs) number one least favorite bad guy so now my number two least favorite bad guy is klepto he's the what is he like an eagle he he is a vulture vulture yes he's a vulture i'm not up on my bird game um but yes we are introduced to this vulture in this world so there's a couple in the talons of the big bird so this level opens up and there's sand mounds with a big pyramid in the background and it took me a while to figure out how to get across the quicksand but you eventually find a flying cap and that koopa shell that you mm-hmm. can ride across like a skateboard i liked riding around on the turtle shell in this one that was cool so this level had one of those big vultures flying around and it has a star in its claw
0: this is the only time klepto's in the game right this is I like think so. i think yeah, so yeah. This is like his yeah. world yeah
1: yeah so once you get that star then he's got nothing in his claws which makes him come after mario's cap <laughs> and so anytime you would get to the top of these towers i guess that he was circling he would try to take your cap and he still has my cap I don't know where it is. It's <laughs> gone, folks. I've looked in I've looked at the tutorials that have said, "Okay, where's how do I find my cap?" And it's gone. I've looked through all oh, of them. No. There's one that said if you go to the snowman level, maybe check and see if the snowman has it. He doesn't have it. And then there's one where you go and see if the monkey has it. The monkey doesn't have it. And <laughs> I've circled this whole world and it's just gone. I like
0: the idea of just like some some jamoke prankster out there who's like just typing on the threads. Like, oh, well, you know what you should do. You got to go find Koopa at the top of the mountain. Right. <laughs> he just like <laughs> leads you in all kinds of wrong right. directions on purpose. And my
1: hat <laughs> my is still missing. So that's why he's on my not favorite list.
0: Yeah. Oh, he's no.
1: a least favorite.
0: Because
1: he's the thief. <laughs> he's the thief. So, yeah, this level has a star at the top of the pyramid that's pretty easy to get to. And then you have to go inside the pyramid for a mm-hmm. couple others that were relatively challenging, I would say. So once you get into the pyramid, there's one that you ha- kind of have to go around the outside of everything, like... You go up, like, five different levels to get to one of the stars. Um, some womps in there and, yeah, a bunch of Yeah, there's, a, like, the zapping balls that float and some goombas and the rolling boulders mm-hmm. that you have to dodge. So there's that one, and then there's another one inside. The pyramid puzzle without the walkthrough, I would have had no idea how to get to this one. Uh, Brandon, you, confession time. Brandon, help me with this one. This is
0: tough, uh, like, getting all the, like, the...
1: You had to, like, you had to get to coins? this... Point where you had to basically blindly jump yeah. down yep. to a ledge, hoping to land on it. Basically, and it was just
0: hard to judge your jumps. is really the, the
1: yeah. problem. So you had to do like three jumps, I think. <laughs> I do basically. really like
0: this game, although it, like it comes out that the, the most memorable things are the ones I struggled the most with, right? <laughs> Which is like a shame, but it's yeah. true.
3: Yeah, this is probably my least favorite world. I, I think I spent the least amount of time in it. I struggled a lot with, with the quicksand and the. Uh, I played this one on the Wii, so I played the um, Super Mario sixty four from the virtual console on on the Wii, and um, using a classic controller. And um, I had my share of struggles with the steering of Mario, and so this level, I feel like with the either the having the wing cap to fly around or the Koopa to. To Mm -hmm. surf around and the turns that you need to make in a timely fashion. um, That was, yeah, that became difficult for me. So I did not spend a
1: lot of time in this one. Yeah, this was one that I didn't have all the stars in for a while. And I finally went back once we decided that I was going to talk about it. Then I had to go back and get all the stars in it. So yeah, there's one that you have to stand tall. It's called Stand Tall on the Four Pillars. Sounds simple. All you had to do was touch foot at the top of these four pillars spread across three of the four were super easy you could just run up the tower but the fourth one you had to fly to and basically land on top of the tower again i don't have my pilot's license so i would try (laughs) to land and then i would miss or the camera angle would be funny and i would misread the shadow and fall into the quicksand and then i would
2: have to start over
1: yeah yeah um but once you stand on each tower then your star takes off the top of the pyramid, and then you go inside and you do some stuff in there, and then there's another one where you have to fly around and get all eight coins flying again. Flying, not easy. No,
0: and like all the uh there's a bunch of a bunch of secret coins that you can get by getting eight stars, like in the Vanishing Cap world, mm-hmm. or in general, just flying to get all eight coins. And like, I, I never, I didn't do any of them because yeah. I just was, I didn't want to like pound my head against the wall. So I, <laughs> I just never.
1: Yeah, I just never wrapped my head around the mechanics of the flying in this one. It's like, do you want to go up? But then I felt like I would drop down really fast. Anyways, so that's that world. So a different one and kind of a, a throwback to um, world number two in uh, Super Mario 3. Which <laughs> I, is love, I love world. that you're
0: connecting all those dots for me. Like, like Super Mario, basically this game is Super Mario 3, but
1: you're welcome. And,
0: uh, you know, and, and this one. Great
1: this world also had like sandstorms basically mm-hmm. and yep. they have there are some sandstorms in uh, Super Mario 3
0: Oh it? yes for sure for sure no sun <laughs> no angry sun
1: There is no angry sun you're right
0: So you that know, could
1: that could uh, maybe yeah Hold on to your butts kids it's right? it's coming Cool right. So that's that secret camouflaged world
0: Yeah and then so after that that's the last world I think that you can get to without going into the um, next, Bowser next, level. next Bowser level, although it's a bit of a trick, right? Because you you fall down a hole, if I'm not mistaken, or like you're, you're encouraged to fall down a hole. And then you get entered into dire, dire docks when you think you're going to fight Bowser, which is a nice little bait and switch. Mm -hmm. And the first star in this world is kind of cool, I think, because so the world is like another water based world where you get dropped into this lake in the middle of some mountains. Mm -hmm. And then I don't I just kind of swam right to the swam right to the end. And then you've got what do they call them like a port. No like a hangar, but for submarines, <laughs> I don't know what it's called. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> and Bowser's submarine is like just perched right there. So again, mm-hmm. Bowser, The I don't know. I don't know very many pirates that have submarines. Maybe nowadays, but <laughs> anyways. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. Mean, he's Naval Captain Bowser.
1: Yeah. Right. He has all modes of transportation yeah, at yeah. his disposal. Uh, before you get too far, I will say that I have two of my three top stars are in this world.
0: Cool. Hit me with them.
1: Okay. Well do you want to keep going and then I will drop in. Just jump in? Sure. Yeah.
0: Sure. So yeah, so the first star is to just get on Bowser's sub, I think, and then there's a star there. Mm -hmm. And then and then once you get that, then you can go fight Bowser. And so I I think in my playthrough, I did that. I just went and fought Bowser and then moved on before I came back. But there's Mm -hmm. one where this is another one where you have to swim through rings Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. at the bottom of the depot area. I think you can get the metal cap and just stand on it and then it'll automatically you don't have to worry about like continuing to swim through them the rings will just come up and then you get two five and then the star appears gotcha yeah
3: these are like the air air bubble ring sort of things not like rings yeah. of coins yeah not rings of coins correct
0: Yeah. not the yes. manta rays yes. one that's an, but that's another one right yep. where the you have to like follow the manta ray and he's yep. putting out rings from his butt and that's then... my
1: number three star because it's my it's a terrible one
0: but so, it's, so two of my stars I liked. Oh, it made a top because
1: I hated it.
0: Because you're so <laughs> proud of having gotten
1: it. I didn't get it. Oh, wow. <laughs> this was the problem. <laughs> I fi- Okay. I did. The star appeared. And then I died before I could get to it.
0: Oh, and that's yeah. my
2: beef.
1: That's my beef with this game. Yeah. I earned yeah. that star. And then it disappeared.
0: Well, because it, it appeared after you get the five rings through the manta, it appears in the vortex. Yeah. That's like sucking you down. And if it, if the vortex sucks you down, then you then and you have to die and you restart the level.
1: And then right. my star was gone. Yeah. I earned that star. <laughs> it should still be there for me when I come back.
2: Yep.
1: Because yep. you had to follow that silly manta ray around and float through the his little rippled rings yeah his ring butts his ring butt sure as he goes around his butt rings and i can't swim i can't fly and i can't swim guys so (laughs) it took me a really long time to get through i just go all over the place and i was so happy that my i finally got it and the star was there and then i died going to get the star and it wasn't there when I came back and that just really makes me threw the switch (laughs)
0: across the room and and I think I was done
1: for the night (laughs) yeah so anyways so that's my number three
0: okay and then there's the treasure chest one where you have to like swim to the bottom and get the chest in the right order and then the star appears you know Mm -hmm. standard stuff the eight coins where you're jumping on the poles. that's
1: my number two
0: okay that's my number
1: three nice (laughs) wow guys I really felt like I earned it that's why I liked it. Yeah. Because yeah. you had to you had to, pull, you had to time your jumps to jump from one pole to the next to kind of transport you through the air. Basically, mm-hmm. you're kind of yep. above, floating above the water, hanging onto these poles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt like I really earned this one. It's a nice
0: start because the it's challenging. It, it takes patience, but the consequences aren't so dire. You just fall
1: back in the water and start over. And it's not that
0: far away to like yeah. start over. So, yeah. And you don't have to like restart, you just have to get back to where you were.
1: Yeah. What'd you like about it, Sean? Yeah, I just I like the mechanics
3: of it Of. um like you said just having to be in the right position and time your jumps correctly and the fact that i was in you're suspended in the air so the camera was another element of it i just thought it was like a neat um yeah neat mechanics to get the star
0: and then my third favorite star is the collect the caps one i don't know if you guys if any of you is that in this this world it's in this world it's like the last one and it requires you to have both the metal cap and the vanishing cap Ah. i like it because it kind of i never stacked my caps before right (laughs) there's like a metal and a and a vanishing cap block yeah. right next to each other and you get the vanishing cap and then i think you get the metal cap and then you dive right into the water mm-hmm. and you have to run to get through like a, a fence that you can go through with the vanishing cap oh. and the metal cap allows you to sink in a fast enough time and so it's just kind of a cool way to combine two mechanics that it, I was, it lets uh, you
1: wear both of them
0: yeah Oh, that's cool yeah, like your power stack
1: so. i didn't get this one because i couldn't get the manta rays and so i was just done with this <laughs>
0: yeah, you gave up <laughs> on the world that's my third favorite star just because of the kind of unique yeah. using of those extra hmm. abilities which i thought was kind of cool other than that i think that's pretty much the world oh one other note and this will kind of come up again in what what dry world that we'll talk about but I noticed that the, there's like coral reef at the bottom of this world that is identical to the texture of the, uh, okay, in Jabu Jabu in Ocarina of Time. Okay. You know how Jabu Jabu's got his like heart muscle is like the boss that you fight. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that looking thing the thing uh-huh. that hangs down it's like got these things that are connected to the ceiling but then it's got this big bulbous thing in the middle and it spins and then spins those right mm. the shock things at you the art asset was the same mm. as you would find in jabu jabu because these games were in development at the same time right right
3: and, and so the same same designer so yeah.
0: yeah so they're like sharing these art assets which i thought i had never noticed that before and and maybe i'm nuts and it's not at all the same thing but at least that's what it looked like <laughs> to me so okay moving on mm-hmm. so then you you fight bowser a second time and yep. this time it's in a lava based world or, but and i think it's the same thing except you have to hit two of the bombs instead of just one right right okay mm-hmm. pretty standard fare i don't know that we need to spend too much time talking about it but he gives you a key to open up the uh top of the building upstairs the yeah. upstairs
1: yeah this is a big castle
0: yeah. So then the next world we'll talk about, although there's a couple you can get to is Snowman's Land, which is in like a room full of mirrors. This is kind of cool. It's another kind of a trick portrait, right? right? Because it doesn't show up on the wall right ahead of right. you, but it you can see the in, in the, the mirror. mirror right next to it there's the painting, so. Yeah.
1: Which I think t- does Toad give you a hint about this one?
0: Probably. He is all-knowing and he's yeah. very powerful.
1: <laughs> I think all-knowing Toad tells you, "Hey, look and see if there's something different in the reflection." Because the first time I went to this room, I like jumped on everything and nothing opened up. and
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But this world's kind of uh, cool. I would say it's my third favorite world. Hmm. It makes my list on the third favorite world. Cool. It, I think the puzzles or the stars are all kind of unique from the other worlds a bit. And it's got the giant snowman. In the middle, like the centerpiece, is the giant snowman who who blows your house down or whatever.
1: I I have zero stars in this world.
0: You didn't do it. I couldn't get any of them. (laughs) That first star is a is a pain. Well, because the penguin's drunk is the problem. <laughs> so you get to the top of the snowman, and then you have to basically like follow the penguin across, and he he blocks the snowman's breath or whatever. But he's drunk, and he just is like wandering all over the place yeah. and goes backwards sometimes, and and yeah. No. I think
1: I got. That's as far as I got, and then the um snowman blew me off yeah and then i think i landed in the water and i just couldn't jump out of the water and then my health just plummeted
0: right because all the water's frozen and right. it's, or it's freezing and it hurts mario instead right. of heals him. yeah
1: which I, that's that makes sense uh-huh. appreciate that i appreciate you that also lies. lose
0: your hat when you get blown off <gasps> it does blow away really? yeah your hat blows away yeah into like a mm. snowbank. maybe mm. that's where your hat is ash
1: gotta go check the snow banks i didn't check the snow banks
0: maybe klepto <laughs> dropped your hat off in the- <laughs> maybe so and then there is another bully that you fight there's like a, a chill bully chilly bully he's blue he looks pretty cool cool and you just have to like knock him off into the into the water and you get a star that's pretty straightforward but this world also has my number one favorite bad guy whoa which is the spindrift is what they're called oh sure yeah yeah, they're like the little like the they got the white heads and they kind they of float like, around.
1: They look like flowers.
0: They're like flowers. Yeah, you jump yeah. on their heads. The reason I like them is because they offer you a bit of utility, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? When you jump on them, then you can Mario like spins around and flies, which mm-hmm. is yeah. which is nice. Mm-hmm. there are a couple
3: of them in the um other snow world as well but yeah i think there, yes. they're like
0: there are more here yeah i use them more relevant more here. in this one mm-hmm. for sure and then there's kind of a cool puzzle star that's really easy to get it's like a, it's like right when you start there's like this ice sculpture and basically all you have to do is get to the top and find the opening and then you can like maze your way through the through the sculpture and get the start. But it, I don't know. It's very simple. But
1: does that show up? Cool. Is it there the whole time?
0: I don't know if it's there when yeah. you start or if it's only there after you get the snowman. But yeah, it's cool. And then you can surf on the water with a shell here. It's just got everything. Guys. There's it's a got shell? Everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's got everything <laughs> you could ever want. Really. Come on, pretty, I guess I'll slick. go back. It's pretty slick. And a drunk penguin.
1: (laughs) Into the igloo, you can get into the igloo in this one too?
0: Yeah, yes. In this one, you have to use the shell to get up to the igloo. And then you go into the igloo, and it's another puzzle kind of area where you get a star. So it's, I don't know, I I enjoy all the stars in this world.
1: All right, I'll go back and try this one again. I'll look for my hat.
0: And then going backward a bit onto the, uh, into the mirror room, yeah. I, I just love the little tidbit that you can see the cameraman in the mirror. Like you can see mm-hmm. yeah. you, you know, that like <laughs> yeah. it You, you forget
1: that he's there otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's
0: mm-hmm. cool. And then another world in that top little area is wet, dry world. Yeah. Sean, hit us with it. Yeah. Which so is, I'm dying. sorry,
1: that is my number one world it's your number one world. it is my number one i
0: think if you polled a thousand people who played super mario i think that very few of them (laughs) would have this world on their number one that's cool yeah i put it on my number two yeah
2: Yeah. oh my god maybe
0: i'm just the. maybe it's me maybe i'm the the crazy one
3: I, i think it was more for the aesthetic more than necessarily the uh the stars within it
0: sure cool well tell me about it
3: Yeah, so Wet Dry World, I think it's a super cool world. This is maybe the only uh, world where the level is affected by how you jump into the portrait. So
0: it's one of them, yeah.
3: Yeah. The water level is adjusted by. I think there are like basically two ways if you jump into the lower half of the portrait the water level starts at a lower level and then if you jump at the higher half is at the highest level to start and then on top of that there's a secret town <laughs> that is uh,
0: there under what the water. What is Yeah um, the secret town's cool for sure I, and it's funny like I never got to the secret town two decades ago when I first played sure, this game or whatever. Right, right. that was a complete new experience for me <laughs> <on this laughs> <last movie laughs> so that was cool.
3: Mm-hmm. This world plays a lot with your height. The first stars called shocking arrow lifts you have to climb up to these like little narrow blocks that that are similar to like the the shifting platforms like in hazy maze cave but in this one it's like it's a single block so you don't have much forgiveness in terms of uh falling off of them or whatever it's fairly simple though i think there's an electric ball that is kind of in your path as you are moving so you kind of have to dodge that but otherwise then there's just a block to get the star the next star is called top of the town where you literally have to get to the highest platform uh, above everything else uh in the world and that one has i think the introduction of my third top ad guy which is the chuck yeah oh yeah
1: hey i think he's my number three you Guys,
0: yeah. um, another well, another okay. bad guy with some utility, right? Yeah,
1: I basically have four bad guys because I added lava, but he was at the bottom.
0: Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Right? Heave ho! Yeah, He So
3: heave ho is. Oh, is I'm the, sorry. Um, the heave ho definitely has the utility, which is this the broom, the dustpan that like flips you behind, mm-hmm. so it can help you get up levels. The is just a nuisance. He's the big purple bomb guy. Oh, that he's very fast, and if he catches you. He, he throws, throws yeah, right, uh, right. Okay, away that's
1: away. that's the guy. I mean,
3: yeah. So I think he's also in Tall Tall Mountain. Yeah, because you can't um, get off
1: of him. If you accidentally get on him, stand yeah. on his little thing, you can't get off.
3: You're talking about Heave Ho. You're talking, oh. yeah, you're talking about Heave Ho. The guy okay. with like the shovel. Yeah. Yeah, he's the, What Hope. you're talking about Chuck. Chuck yeah is the pur- <laughs> like the big the big purple bomb, the big purple bomb basically. He's, he's got like
0: red mitts. Yeah. And he grabs you with his red mitts and then he he's like he's very picks you up. fast.
1: And what does he do? He, he chucks ch-
0: you. He chucks oh. you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. They anyway, must be cousin.
3: He's at the highest part of the like building aspect of the level. Like right, right before you have to get onto this narrow bridge sort of stuff. Yes. If he gets a hold of you, it's like it's not a big platform and he covers a lot of ground really quickly. So if he gets a hold of you, then he like throws you down a level or two and it's pretty painful. That's annoying. And then you can fall into the routine of like you fall and you're hurt. And then the heave ho picks you up because Mario's like still hurt. You can't run around yet. Then the heave ho throws you again and gets you hurt. It's like a double, double
0: whammy. I'd like to remind you that you both put this as your favorite, one of your favorite worlds.
3: (laughs) As we're talking about this. I know. I just, I think it was neat. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, and then, yeah, I think there's more where there's like clues now. You have to like get to these boxes. You just have to get like one, two, three, four, five. And then the. On the fifth box that you open, like the star appears in the mm-hmm. in the spot, you have to like lower the water levels for that one. You know to get to the boxes. I think that's a neat mechanic.
0: It is. Mm-hmm. It is like the most puzzly of worlds, right? Like yeah. it is the whole yeah. thing is a giant puzzle. Which, if you right. like that thing, that that's cool. I think ten year old, eight year old, six year old Brandon mm-hmm. is like remembering not having patience as required for this world. And I think that that's where my like you know and there's definitely anxiety is coming from.
1: There's sure. definitely things that you couldn't do if the water level was in the wrong spot.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Yep.
1: And I don't think you could reset it very easily. No,
0: you had to leave the world, right?
1: That was annoying. And then I think, yeah,
3: I just thought the
0: little secret town was, was charming. Um, and <laughs> a lot of assets from Legend of Zelda, I think, Ocarina of Time, were in that, sure. that little yeah, like, town right there.
3: Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah, looks like maybe a little Hyrulean castle type thing or...
0: yeah. Yeah, somebody oh, said yeah. that it was supposed to be like high or something. <laughs> I was like, flooded. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> so, and if you you ever look at the, like the background drawing basically that is like rendered behind the 3D world, it's like a gigantic city. It looks pretty cool. It looks like you're in the middle of like uh it reminded me of like Damascus from Assassin's Creed. There was mm. that's a that's a really deep cut that I don't know that many <laughs> people are in.
3: But
0: anyway, yeah, we'll yeah. get to that one. It like um, pretty cool.
3: Yeah. I could maybe see you guys not being a fan because there are lots of wall kicks when you're in the town underneath to get to everything you need to and the couple stars that are down there, though.
0: Uh, again, the wall kick was like a fluke thing that I had like a bad night. It's like all I had right. a wall kick food poisoning and then I got over it and I was all good. Mm-hmm. I figured it out.
3: <laughs> yeah. So then after wet dry world is a, an interesting world again with the heights. <laughs> It's tall, tall mountain. So not only now are we in a floating, you know, floating world high above wherever. We're gonna add to that, and it's a um, tall, mm-hmm. tall mountain. And I think we could throw one, a couple more talls under there. Right. It's freaking. It's a bear to get up there.
2: It is. Um,
0: but yeah, this is one so, I have to apologize publicly for giving you the talking points, so that you got all six stars in this one because i i know that you had fun with it that's all right that's all right
3: but yeah this one i mean it's so tall i'm not a fan of heights even <laughs> playing video games and oh so many bad guys on on it as well mm-hmm. there's the yeah, yeah. there's another chuck yeah there's some goombas I, uh, my thing autocorrected to gumbos for some <laughs> nice. um, there's goombas yeah there's monkeys one of them's nice and sweet, the other one not so much. They're uh, cute. <laughs> they're uh, cute. He I doesn't do cute. anything but take your hat. Yeah, but that was my first experience with losing my hat. Mm. And I didn't realize that you can't just leave the course if you don't have your hat. Mm. Uh, you have to get it back. I thought like, oh, I'll just exit the course and come back in. But you, you, cannot, you cannot do that. So I chased that monkey around too many times. <laughs> well, it, yeah, he stays in this one area, but I kept falling down back all the way to the, be- to the beginning.
1: I would always just fall off the mountain.
3: There's a freaking fly guy here, Monty moles, mm-hmm. uh, cannonballs that you have to dodge, an angry cloud. I mean, there's a lot.
0: He does. He does blow you off the mountain if you're not careful yeah oh. so yeah so the first star you just is simple
3: <laughs> S- simple in the name not simple in the task but you <laughs> <gotta> <laughs> scale the mountain you gotta go up to the top yeah <laughs> yeah to the top and and then the second star I is the one I, I guess I'll, i I want to shout out because of my difficulty back to the monkeys it's called mystery of the monkey cage so I did the first star saw a monkey on my way and then the next star is mystery of the monkey cage so I'm a, a type of person who maybe doesn't read all
0: the way through, like, if, if there's a <laughs> recipe. Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of Cooking with Sean.
3: Um, <laughs> like, you know, you're cooking dinner and there's a recipe. It's so much better if you read the full, all of the steps before you start. Yeah. You can reference back to it, but you generally know it's coming next. And you can, oh, yeah. yeah, all that quick thing. Okay, you throw, you got to add this spice. Uh, you got to throw those onions on the pan. Great. If you just kind of start and you have to read on your way, then, ah, uh, something's burning. Whoops. <laughs> or, you know, ah, uh, man, I didn't put enough spice in there or too much. Anyway, this has been an episode of cooking with Sean. I had to walk through, uh, but I did not maybe read it all the way through to know that there is two monkeys now introduced for this one. So I get to the first monkey that I saw getting my last star and thought, mm-hmm. here's the monkey I need. And the guy just snabs my hat. That's all he does. That's all he's good mm-hmm. for. That's all he's good for. (laughs) But that's all he's good for. And I spent, yeah, too long of a time trying to get my hat back. And then you have to scale to the very top again. The monkey's at the very top once again. And not only is he at the very top, you got to follow him out on this, like, scary ledge to get to to his cage where he needs you. Yep. Oh, I'm, uh, (laughs) it was traumatic, let's say. But yeah, um, there's some, like, hidden... I would say hidden ones in here as well. There's a star where you have to like, where the Monty moles are. So there's like some on the mushrooms and then there's some where you have to wall kick kind of uh, uncharted-esque. You're on like a cliffside. <laughs> yes. um, I like that
1: star.
3: Cliffside scaling up these mountains. There's one that's like out on the, it's on a big old floating mushroom. Good luck getting to it. You got to <laughs> figure that out. Um, did you figure it out? I did not figure that one out. I did read the walkthrough is like, you could do all this stuff or uh, you could just get to like that certain le- like lookout ledge and jump and like hope that you line it up.
0: <laughs> there's a, the there's stuff. a, there's a secret mushroom that if you stand on teleports you to a cannon. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah presuming that you got the can i think there's a pink there's one of those pink bombs like you kind of buy that first monkey somewhere around there. i think
1: i think the that pink guy i just stumbled upon him i fell off a ledge and ended up landing where this dude was see Mm -hmm. this
0: game rewards you for screwing up you know (laughs) (laughs) i like it i like it yeah but then there's the uh that secret mushroom sends you to the can and then you just shoot the can and, and get the star yeah. Yep. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. the cannons in general. I think. Yeah. Uh,
1: I'm not. I'm not good at aiming where they're supposed to go. Right. And then right. you have one shot, and then you have to do it all over again.
0: Certainly on that right. one. Yes, you had one
3: shot, or else you were, or else you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I have for that one because it was. Uh,
0: I don't want to. I don't like to think about it too much.
1: Yeah, I lost a lot of lives (laughs) in this world.
0: Yeah. So then the next one, the next world is another world where if you go into three different paintings, do you start at different sections in the world or are you actually a different size?
1: Uh, Let me be frank. I think it's just your size.
0: Let me be frank. I did not do this world like very
1: much.
3: What? Oh, I picked it as my number one world.
1: Wow! Wow! Nice. I
3: I don't. I think it was just because of the unique mechanics. Once again, like you said, there are
0: three different portraits. Sorry, sorry. We should interrupt. This is Tiny Huge Island. Yes, right? sorry.
3: Tiny mm-hmm. Huge Island. It's in the the upstairs part of the castle. And then, so yes, the three different paintings and Mario's size changes depending on which one you jump through. Mario can be huge um, compared to everything else. You can be like normal size, and like you're, the villains are all you know normal as we've been playing through or mario can be tiny compared to the villains and and yeah the rest of the world
1: this one okay so in wet dry world you enter the portrait at different levels there's one portrait and you enter at different yeah. levels and that's how you enter so in this one the walkthrough said Enter the portrait on the left to be this size. Enter the portrait on the right to nah. be this size. So I just kept trying to jump in and out of this single portrait on different sides of it, and my size wasn't changing. Uh, yeah. What is wrong I was with like, this walkthrough? I am following this walkthrough, and then finally I realized oh, it means the portrait physically on the left side of the corridor, uh-huh. not on the left of the single portrait.
0: Oh, that's funny.
1: Oh. I yeah. lost a lot of time <laughs> coming in and out of this stupid level. And then you couldn't, like, you couldn't do, you could only do certain things given your size. Yeah, right. Or, mm-hmm. so I would try to, like, skip ahead. Like, okay, well, I'm this size. What can I do while I'm this size? And so I would try to skip ahead stars. Sure. And that didn't really work very well.
0: <laughs> now, now, actually, I was expecting you to jump in with a Super Mario Brothers world three, f- four, world four. Is- and
1: I, and I was super <laughs> excited about this one. Cause I really liked world four and super Mario three. I liked the different size thing. Um, I was just disappointed with this one. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't get that nostalgia I was hoping for in this world. I think cause I, he couldn't do as much as I thought, like when Mario was huge, he couldn't do as much as I thought he should be able to do. Sure. I don't know. I felt like he got injured or <laughs> he was still
0: as weak as he was. He normally. was so
1: weak. Something. Yeah, there was something and it disappointed me. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Anyways, tell us about it. I did not get all the stars in this one. I think I, I got through the first few and then I died during the five itty bitty secrets one where you have to stand in random spots and mm-hmm. I gave up and never went back. <laughs>
3: Yeah, um, like none of the stars make my top list, but I think why I picked it as number one is because I thought it was three different experiences depending on your size, of like, mm-hmm. and, but it was still the same map. I just thought it was cool. Of like It was a completely different map, but the exact same world, but just dependent upon your size relative to it. So the first star, there are these piranha flowers that you're used to from Mario's of old, but this time they mm-hmm. can... Chompia or and Spitfire at you, so you have to just beat them up. There are like five of them that you have to beat up in order for the star to appear one you know one you just scale to the top of the little mountain side on the island to get the star Koopa is back uh yeah. when you're big. you have to race Koopa again. Mm-hmm. I thought the five anybody secrets was was a neat one again. One Of those, where it's like it would probably take you lots of exploration and time <laughs> just to like hit the right spots if you didn't have a walkthrough to help you figure out uh, which spot to get to. Um, and then there is again, there is another secret, a similar theme to Other Worlds, but there is a secret part of this map as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, like similar to the Koopa sort of stuff. Um, there is a villain, bad guy, friend, whatever you want to call him, called Wiggler. It's like a wormy wiggler kind of thing. So yeah, it's like you go into like the cavern sort of part of this island. So you have to like find uh, red coins and then... Um, I did not do the last one make the wiggler squirm.
0: <laughs> sounds too creepy. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah but anyway yeah that's, uh, that's a that's tiny huge island.
0: So before we move on too much so we already talked about the metal hat because the metal hat shows up in the hazy maze cave island yeah. uh-huh. ma- uh, world. I want to talk about the two other caps real quick. So the vanishing cap I thought was a really cool kind of like way to manipulate the world around you because mm-hmm. do you remember this one you have to like stomp on the posts in order to drain the water in the moat that's yep. in the main area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, oh, um, yeah, yeah. And I, I thought it was really cool. Basically that you can modify the, the castle, the castle world yeah. that you're in, which mm-hmm. is, Mm-hmm. again add it to that sense of wonder with this with this place and then the second one is the the flying cap which you get pretty early yeah and i just love how like as soon as you get 10 stars all of a sudden in the main entry hall there's just a beam of light shining down all of a sudden mm-hmm. and you have to all you have to do is just look at it <laughs> you get transported into the into the top of I the about clouds like yeah. the, the very top of the castle or whatever and then you fly around and mm-hmm. on the rainbows and all that stuff
1: yeah forgot about that i
0: just feel like we, we, i didn't want to get too far without noticing those two totally yeah. cool Well, it's a good thing you bring it up because this
3: is a hot take i guess but my number one star i picked the vanish cap red eight coins whoa star. really and i'll tell you why because and and i should maybe preface this by asking you to what was your like go-to to get lives you know there are like
1: oh secret uh, yeah
3: places around where you can get some one-ups and um
1: I didn't really worry um, about it too much. Yeah. See, okay, the, you guys did place... I did, I guess. No, I definitely <laughs> died, but I just entered the castle again.
0: Really? So that, my hot take is the only reason that lives matter are if you're fighting Bowser, because like okay. other than that, you just get put out to the front of the castle. But like, if you run out of lives when you're fighting Bowser, then mm-hmm. you get sent to the front of the castle and you have to make your way all the way. Sure. Through that level again to get to him. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a little trick, I guess, to answer your question. The last time you fight Bowser, there is a hidden one up behind, behind a post it. that mm-hmm. you can just keep yeah. farming so you never run into that issue. So mm-hmm. I never, I was not really concerned with lives.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wasn't either. Talltown Mountain had a hidden one up because I died a lot in Talltown Mountain because I just kept falling off the sides. But there's one. All the way to the left that I would get so that I wouldn't have to go back out to the front of the castle. But mm-hmm. yes, you're right. That vanishing cap one, there's a lot of yeah. lives you could farm out.
3: I guess, yeah. I just, I always wanted a sense of security of like <laughs> <laughs> of 10, 10 extra lives just in case or whatever. But um, yeah, so for a long, long time, I just went, there is It's like the third tree towards the left side of the castle, like over by the waterfalls towards the moat. If you climb up that, there's a one up that uh, falls oh. falls into you. So I nice. would, for the longest time, I would like run outside of the castle, do it, run into the castle, <laughs> run back out, so it would reset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yes. then when I went and got the uh, vanish the the vanish cap, that course has there are like four one ups just on like the initial slide down. If you know yeah. where where to land on those platforms, so. That's partly why I picked it because I would do that course just to stack up on a bunch of lives Nice. Um, as well. It was a selfish reason why it's number one, less of uh, the uniqueness of the star or <laughs> having fun <laughs> and getting it, but more of the utility of <laughs> stocking up on lives for
0: it. Nice. Nice. Okay. Now, so-
1: I have a quick question before we move on. So when you guys played this originally... Were the mechanics the same? Like, if you died, you just got bumped to the front of the castle and you got to go back in and pick up where you left off? Or did you have to restart everything?
0: No, I think it was the same as okay. they are now. Yeah, because so, we both played on the Switch uh, 3D All-Stars collection or whatever. Right. And I, I don't think they'd really change it to anything with the game. Okay. Yeah. To my knowledge, I don't think that they really did anything. Cool. Right? Because it's the same way with you, Sean, right? If you... What happens when you went when you got the game over? You just went outside the castle, right? I never got the game over because I was too afraid. Oh my god! He beat the game without ever.
3: Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> well, that's what, it took me extra time because I would have to go farm farm up on some one ups just to make sure. Yeah,
0: you you are traumatized from your uh, Donkey Kong Country playthrough. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, I am.
1: Yeah. <laughs> awesome.
0: Okay, so. Those are the last of the worlds in that little like level of the castle. Mm-hmm. And then do you? I think you have to get to a certain amount of stars to get to the next level. You don't right. find Bowser, but that just unlocks the, like, the very top. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. I think in you have which, to get like 50 stars seven? to get up 50 to 50 stars. Yeah. And then nice. mm-hmm. the, there's that trick where you get up there with these last two playable uh, worlds. And then there's also the stairway, which you need 70 stars to get up to, but it'll still open for you. Right, As Bowser's right. last little trick, and it's just an endless staircase. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that see, was he a need, is so. the
0: Joker he's playing jokes on you the whole time but he's leaving stars so that you can get to him it's a game to him guys he loves the conflict he loves the game
1: i think i i ran up those stairs for several minutes just thinking like nope it's it's (laughs) it's just his trick it's just his trick you just gotta be patient it'll eventually open up somewhere and then brandon comes in and You know, Uh, brings me back down to earth that no, it's not going to do anything. I think the funny
0: thing is it tells you that you have to get the same. I just thought it was lying. You just must have like,
1: I just thought it was a trick. Like, no, it's going to end. It's (laughs) going to, it's called an endless staircase, but it, you just have to be patient. It'll, (laughs) it'll happen.
0: So the first of the worlds that you see when you get into this area is this giant clock. Mm hmm. TikTok clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is another one of the worlds where if you enter when the minute hand is at different locations, then the uh clock does different things.
1: This is my number two
0: world. And seriously screw this world. I don't know, you guys are nuts <laughs> with how I, try- I
3: I I didn't I think I entered this world once and was like I'm going to
0: get the extra 20 stars somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. And Ash I, Ash, I agree with you. If I didn't feel compelled to get six stars in this world because mm-hmm. of because I'm covering it, then I would probably like it Yeah, a lot more. But having to get all six stars, there's just too many. Like It's like you're doing the same thing mm-hmm. to get to the six stars. And like, yeah. Which it, I
1: think that's probably what I like. So it's like, okay, yep. I go up the same path. Done this. Yeah. I know how to get up there.
0: Yeah. Yeah you're just going a, a little bit higher yeah. to the next star. And right. like, I'm not even going to spend too much time talking about it. Cause I don't think yeah. there's like I that many unique stars to, to do anything with.
1: Mm-hmm. I like the one where you have to, there's one where you're, you have to ride on the minute hand of the clock yeah. and you're just sitting on it and it ticks by and then it takes you to a star. That was yeah. kind of
0: cool. Right. And you have to like, you have to enter the star while at least while the minute hands moving. Right. right. Cause you can, you can, if you enter it, like, 12 then i think nothing moves and everything's kind of stationary and you Mm -hmm. can only get so far you can't get to the highest levels because you need platforms to be
1: rising and lower
0: raising and lowering that makes Um, sense but yeah i just i spent a lot of time getting all six stars because i was i I just felt like i died in cheap ways like things would throw me off or like the camera Uh, i ran into like invisible walls
1: yeah the camera was a little tricky in some spots where it wouldn't it didn't move when it needed to move i think yeah. So you couldn't see. I think I like this one because I I think I entered it when everything was moving very slow for the most part. I don't think there's anything that needed to be moving fast. In this to get the stars um so I think I entered it when everything was moving pretty slow for every star. So it was basically just me against myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It wasn't me against all these stupid Well, fireball thing so it's it me <laughs> against my own talent
0: you're i mean that's a good point there aren't that many like enemies in this world like to like fight against which is
1: i mean there could if they were moving fast enough
0: you're right but it is like playing golf you know what i mean it's like not yeah, too many that's opponents fair. That's fair. Just, it's all up to you and um mm-hmm. yeah yeah no I, I mean i liked it i like the i like the environment i like the yeah the, i mean the setting is cool i th- i just think there were too many that didn't need to have six stars for this one <laughs> Area like it was just too much. It was too much. That's <laughs> cool. really all I got to say. It was not my favorite. Uh, Fair enough. Does anybody mm-hmm. else have?
1: I think that's all. No I no favorites
0: on this one. Nope. Nope. I mean, uh, just okay. that it was
1: my second favorite world.
0: Right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I did. Yes. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no other. No other favorite
1: Nope. This. That's all.
0: And then the final world in the game is Rainbow Ride. it's Pretty. Which you have to get to by like you have to do some platform jumping. It's kind of hidden in mm-hmm. that top section, and this is my second favorite world.
1: So yeah. I I, I didn't get a single star in this one. No. I tried. Yeah, I mean yeah. to get yeah, to, to
0: this even to get to like the base star you have to do kind of a. they're like long stars. You have yeah. to kind of get to far places on these on mm-hmm. these uh magic carpets that take you on rainbow rides. Mm-hmm. And uh You cannot misstep. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of unforgiving, but I like it because I mean, it there's a lot packed into it. Maybe I'm being hypocritical because mm-hmm. it's very similar. all like all the stars are kind of similar to each other and that you're riding these these yeah. moving platforms and mm-hmm. then at least three of them I think are kind of related to that Mm -hmm. but I just like the environment I like how big it is you can kind of see the draw distance is pretty far you can kind of see uh, the whole world almost from the high up places Sean hates this probably because it's a lot of heights a lot of heights absolutely
1: absolutely see the whole world what do you mean
0: well, like, I mean, you can kind of look down on the, you can kind of see the winding rainbows and look across the map and like maybe there's a star over there. and
1: But you don't get, you don't see, I thought you meant like you can see the castle like oh, no, you are no, no, like no. in no. the rainbows Sorry. above above the castle yeah, no, and no. then you look down and you see the castle and the moat that would be cool maybe they should revise
0: this <laughs> that <would be> cool. <laughs> no this is, i'm just talking about the rest of the level yeah but then there's like a gigantic house god's house? house who knows who knows
1: there's a house
0: <laughs> there's a house up here somewhere huh. that your rainbow goes through and
1: who lives in it
0: i don't know i don't know a giant <laughs> a giant house
1: That would make sense.
0: So, Mm -hmm. but I just think it was a, it's a pretty cool world with like some just like, I almost want to say traditional platforming. Like it turns the world into a traditional 2d platformer almost because Mm. there's not a whole lot of that, that third dimension that you have to worry about while you're on the platform. As long as you can kind of keep your camera normal to you, then it's just a kind of a a standard uh, 2d game. Although I had some cheap moments in this world where I you
1: have to be able to jump straight.
0: Yeah, right. Where you feel like yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you jump a little sideways, then you. Which is me. That's what time. my
1: friends call me: sideways jumper. <laughs> <laughs> sideways
0: jumper. But there's also a nice pirate ship at the very top of the world, which is kind of cool.
1: There's a lot of stuff hanging out up there.
0: A pirate ship and a house really are it, but.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so those are all the worlds. Yeah. And then once you have 70 stars. Then you can go fight Bowser for the last time. Mm-hmm. Yep, And the staircase allows you to climb up the rest of it once you get to the 70 stars. Yes. And then you go through another one of those, you know, standard worlds to get to the end. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this was among the most frustrating moments in my game. I was trying to beat Bowser.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like mm-hmm. having him hit three bombs while oh, the yeah. world is crumbling around you. Yes. And... This is like the typical example of video games. I think we talked about it maybe when we played Uncharted, where like this fantastic game that's been fun the whole time kind of ends on this boss fight that doesn't represent what you did in the rest of the game. I didn't love fighting Bowser at the very end of this. No, it was very frustrating. Yeah, agreed. Agreed.
1: I would just, because you had to swing him, you know, grab his tail and swing him around and you had to hit him into these bombs, right? And I would either be just short and he would fall just in front of it or he'll be just to the side or he would just overshoot it. It's like, come on, get the Goldilocks throw here. Or there needs to be like a, a you know, a bigger margin of error where it would detonate. You
0: yeah. Know? Yep. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. I did like how the platform turned into a star, though. At the very oh, that was cool. That, that was kind great. of nice. Mm. I just, it got in my way. You know, true. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, in the fight and then he's shooting fire this time. I don't. I can't remember well, if he did that the last time.
1: He and then there is like a the that ripples. wave, the rippled yeah. wave right. of right. I don't know electrocution or something.
0: Yeah, his little shock wave that he sends. Yeah. out. you have to jump over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he's he's got some tricks. But once you do knock out, once you do knock him into uh three bombs, mm-hmm. then the game is over. He gives up Princess Peach. Yep. So you get transported out of the castle and then you find out Princess Peach was in the stained glass window the right. whole time and uh-huh. she gets sort of transported much like Princess Zelda does in Ocarina of Time. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Down and then she thanks you by giving you a little peck on the cheek, a peck I on the nose that, I yeah. think, <laughs> and says, "Oh, Mario, I owe you a cake. Let's go bake a cake. Let's go bake a cake. And
1: then that's how it ends, And right?
0: then you get kind of like, take it. I love the credits. Kind of like take you through the worlds that you were in. Uh-huh. You know, the little, little thing. And then it, the game ends on a picture of Mario's cake baked by Princess Toadstool. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: A fitting end to the setup that they made at the very beginning of the game, which you may have forgotten about 70 stars later.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it was all about the cake.
1: Which, let's be real. that's isn't really it always is about it, the cake exactly
0: <laughs> any final yeah. notes guys on your time with super mario 64 i don't think so i mean yeah it was a fun game to
3: revisit mm-hmm. i am not surprised whatsoever that i like hadn't beat this game when i played it as a little kid it takes yeah some time and some skill commitment to uh, to get through it all but yeah Definitely very fun.
1: Yeah, I can definitely see why it was such a success and why it was such a big hit when it was released and why it's still kind of a a classic game still nowadays. Yeah, and
0: um, it makes me kind of excited for playing games in that kind of in that vein, in that genre that were inspired by it, that we can then go and even like some of the recent Mario games like Mario Odyssey that came out on the switch or whatever. It makes me excited when we do get to those games, we can kind of see kind of the origin Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. through this game. And I thought it aged better than I expected it to, to be honest, I had a fun time Mm -hmm. playing it. There were some hitches here and there with the camera or whatever, but um, that was my,
1: that was my biggest beef I think was maybe the camera.
0: Yeah. But the level design is so solid for the most part. And the, Mm -hmm. you know, and the worlds are so Well realized, even in this 1996 based technology, you know, that it was a, it was kind of a joy to go back and visit. And another shout out to the music. My God,
2: (laughs) it was fantastic.
0: Just fantastic. (laughs)
1: Yes. And if anybody out there knows where I can look for my cap, let us know. (laughs) Appreciate it. If you
0: have any tips on Mario's cap, please write in. Yep. (laughs) And this has been the Uncredible Gamers Talked Super Mario 64. Thanks for making it to the end. If you liked what you heard, please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to tell your friends about the show. See you next month. There we go. There we went. (laughs) <laughs> all right that's fine we'll figure it we'll clean that up